our 50th episode and in honor of this monumental milestone we will be discussing who reigned supreme in the underground at the turn of the century slash millennium raucous or definitive jocks record Welcome to... Lancey, you got to do the voice for this one. You got to do it for right. the 50th fucking episode. I'll, I'll send it over to you. You got to do something for this one. Uh, I'll do it. Welcome to Call Out Culture. Brought to you by Raucous DJ Bag. All right, all right. Like, look, You're man, enough with, 12 uh, inches in there. Enough, enough with the, the, the theatrics, granted. This is our 50th fucking goddamn yeah. episode. All right, we're doing fifty on. We're going Curtis this Jackson. Ferra- all the what, what they call him? Ferrari F fifty. Yep, that's how we doing it. So I'm. Just that's proud. crazy. I'm proud of y'all, gentlemen. I'm proud of yes, you as well. I'm proud of y'all. Uh, don't worry about me being proud of myself. I'm proud of y'all, gentlemen. Um, uh, proud that me and Zilla had an idea that works, and um, and Zilla's wife is proud that we don't waste time on the phone. We record. Exactly. That, that's a good thing. thing. But and, uh, um, this is crazy. No, I just I I just want to thank the listeners for hanging in. We 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 you know we're gonna keep trying to give you this content. Um, uh, we just appreciate it. You know, um, we would like y'all to donate. So yeah, that's it. Um, that's you know we appreciate it and we would appreciate it if y'all donate. I don't care how you do it. PayPal to send money. We'll put it to the radio. We'll put it to the. Uh, the radio station. Yeah. The antenna. We're getting the effects on the show. We're getting the antenna effects. Instead of Western Union. Instead of Castro hanging out the window, like a Sopranos episode with um, with uh, Lord Jamal when he got shot. Oh, God, Lord Jamal. <laughs> he had Tretch adjusting the satellite out the window. Um, 50 fucking episodes. I'm your host, again, Zilla Rocket. That was Curly Castro painting the soliloquies. We got we got fucking Grizzly Adams uh, fucking Alaska over there with the Doomsday shirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the, the, the third best Doom record shirt. <laughs> I'm going to go probably, yeah, I'd agree third, but I think we probably have a different first and second. Definitely got different first and second. Definitely got def- at least different first. You got, you got, keys, <laughs> of the cuffs, different you got keys of the Cuffs number one, <laughs> Mouse in the Mask two. He's the cup is definitely my number one, but that got governor. Minus the minus the uh, split EP he dropped on Brick with MF Grimm. Oof, Ooh. Monster Island Zars. Oh, the, the last. No, time there was like it, a very early blue, one blue, that they dropped. The blue and red one they were in polo, yeah. and and he doesn't he's, he's not like, wearing the mask playing chess. Yeah. So it was before so, Grimm before so. Grimm got paralyzed and before Doom committed all the way to the mask. They have a double. Did I ever tell you guys the MF Grimm story that I had from um from college? I don't think so. Nah. So, I mean, it was before he was MF Grimm. It was like he just went by like Grim Reaper, I think. But uh-huh. uh, my guy Edgar, uh, shout out to Edgar Garcia, who I haven't spoken to in a long time, but um, he brought in like his demo. Huh. 
Oh. They like grew up together. So he brought in his demo and it was just like the illest shit ever. It was like Nas level good. Wow. Yeah. yeah, like there, there's still one line that's like sticks in my head. He's like, he was like, I put all Starsky and Hutches on motherfucking crutches. <laughs> I was like, oh. Fire. But that was like in 92. Like, no, I mean, Grim had a pen, but I just think um, his, his flow is like, yeah, got away from him after a while. Um, but yeah, Zilla, tell people what we're talking about today. Yeah. Uh, real quick, too, shout, shouts to Jason Griffin. He's texting me right now. He got his uh, cash You can see it. I'm on change my background again. You, you can mm-hmm. see, you can see, uh, oh, I hate doing this. shit. You can see Griff got shouts to Griff. He got his five panel, right? Nice. Man, he's, he's a landing. Hatcher landing, and then he also got it on his, on his kid. Everybody can see that shit. He says, nice. uh, he on his son. Just you, Griff, friend of the program. Yeah. Friend in real life. Coolest as fucking dude in the world. Uh, okay. Shouts to Griff and Scorsese. Um, 50 episodes. We had to do something special. We've been doing a lot of fucking cool episodes, guys, and you know, all great guests from Arm and Hammer to Gang to Blueprint. Uh, round tables we've been having with all the homies coming on. But we want to go just the core three, us, man. Us three. Shouts to Cantaloupe. Us three, we're on this joint. Did <laughs> 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 you get any about? Funky, funky. Oh, see, and you're going too far. Pump away. the jam now. You had, you had, you had it with the, with the first little drop, and now you're Now yeah. I'm the man with the flimp and the thing with it. Okay. Zilla! Um, Cantaloupe, man. Go play that. Um, <laughs> We're doing we're doing the ultimate talk, man. This is like the most talk that talk type of indie underground. But I don't think anybody's put it put it to to to, to audio. I think maybe people have written pieces maybe. about it, but nobody really does this. Puts them against each other. Well, That's we're gonna do that because we have we have a member of one clique who looks at the other side like the fucking Confederate Army. Right. No, it's the Hatfields and the McCoys. Hatfields <laughs> and McCoys. The, the Capulets versus the fucking the, whatever the Montague. it is. Montague. The Montague. Sharks versus the Jets. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is it. Right this now. is it. This is death match right now. Q versus Bishop. Oof. Ooh. Wow, That's this is Frank Dukes shit. versus fucking Chong Lee. Stop. Right? Frank Dukes versus Imagination. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this it. is... Yo, there was a lawsuit. Yo, he put a Freddy lawsuit. Versus no, no, no. Freddy he put a lawsuit out to sue Van Damme for um the next movie, The Quest, not for oh, Kickboxing. He helped with The Quest. He, the Van Damme did his own movie called The Quest, and it was like another fighting tournament thing. But he was directing, it. and he he, he had Dukes doing a little consulting. But Dukes wanted like royalties and all the stuff after he didn't yeah, make all right. money. All right, man, get out that, of here with that. I'm telling you, man, Frank Dukes, he's a grifter. That's going to be the next, next Grip Company record. Grip Company, Frank right. Dukes, the next record. Frank Dukes. <laughs> hey, here we go. <laughs> death right. match of all death matches. <laughs> we're going to get Van Damme doing a split. In the Dude, middle this of the shit cover. is hard. This, this, this is not Cannabis versus LL. This is none of that. No, this is... Can I spit my shit? I watched that this, the other day, too, y'all. That's yo, This is fucking Raucous Records versus Definitive yeah. Jokes. Jokes. Yes. You're either one or the other, motherfucker. You either Beatles or the Stones. You can't have the both. Blade versus the the weird skeletal needlehead thing. What was that actually called? You got to be the original have... Anvil versus the new. Um, what, what, did it have a name? Well, no, I don't think so. Like just like the Jux Animal, whatever it was. I don't know. I, yeah. Because at first it started as the um man kneeling, turning into the insect, and then turning into the thing. Right, like it had a progressive. No, because well, no, that was company flow. That was, oh, yeah. that was straight company flow. Okay. Yeah. And this thing was something totally 
Definitely. Yeah. So my first question of the night is, Alaska, why did you not get the Def Jibs logo tattooed on your forearm? Um, because I got a Hangar 18 one tattooed on my arm. There it is. Yeah. Did you got did it. you consider it? Was it like a label wide thing or just like Aesop L and a couple of like No, I never considered it. Okay. Yeah, I mean no reason why, but I, I was Hangar 18 before I was Def Jokes. And I, was I have, I have my, before I was Def Jokes. So if I was I gonna get anything, two, I was gonna get them. I have my two first big groups tattooed on me. I have those. Yeah. You got beasties and who else? No, I have a Bofist logo and I have a Red ID logo. I got my hanger done by uh, Isaiah Toothtaker. Oh, shit. Get the fuck Isaiah out of here, work. Yeah, he oh. did it on uh, – he came out to our wow. show in Arizona and did yep, it on the Arizona. back of the tour bus. And That's when crazy. we found out about Toothtaker, we didn't know he was a tattoo artist at first. We just knew he was just ill-ass. Because he was working on Mexicans with guns, right? Is he? Yeah. 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 He, well, he's down with MERS first. That's how I yeah, first yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, nice. Okay, nice. but yeah, let's 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 get into the meat, Z. Here we go. Lay, yeah. lay, lay, all right. Lay it so, all right. So, Rockers versus Death Jokes. I mean, this is like, this is the fucking the original, uh, the genesis of the show. Really, like everything about us is informed by these labels, right? Yeah, and for the most part. Really, like we we talked about mad commercial dudes. We we love all those guys a lot, but our sensibilities and what like our aims were back then was more aligned with Def Jokes and Raucous than like Def Jam and fucking Priority Records or something. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to be humble. When, when we talk about Priority and Def Jam and, and all the bigger labels, those things were like iconography for me. Like the big, yeah. the big buildings downtown. Like I was still in New York at parts of time. You know, even when I went to college, it's like got to yeah. find a way to, to Jazzy Jeff or um, no, um, Gambler Huff when I got here. Mm-hmm. But Raucous and Def Jokes, I wanted to be in. I wanted to be like them. It well, seemed very much more attainable. They felt like peers, whereas the other yes. people felt like yes. superstars and like adults. Yes. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Yep. So let, let's yep. talk about these motherfuckers. So, all right, we, we got we got we got like a, a structured show with this joint, rather than just like wax all about this shit. It's like, listen, we're gonna talk about the beginning is the the genesis of these labels the peak of these labels, what, what that was to us, and then the walking dead. Like, when, when you knew as a fan or as an insider, like, this shit's a wrap, right? Mm-hmm. So the genesis. So what was the genesis for Def Jokes and Raucous? Like, how did you perceive that shit? It was the same um, person for both of them, as far as I was concerned, but... Mm. One crush it, was, it was LP, LP for you? LP. Yeah. Was the I mean, you know, like, Raucous, Raucous had, like, Shabam Sadiq, um... Scaramanga had like the El Fudge, Mike Zoot shit, but it mm-hmm. wasn't until that they pulled in Company Flow that it was like, oh. But like Fun Crusher wasn't there. It was just Company Flow was doing their next batch of stuff with them, right? Like no, Fun they Crusher did wasn't. the Fun Crusher came out on its own first. Like so for right. me, like mm-hmm. that's the one that's canon for me. <laughs> right. But um, they did Fun Crusher Plus through Raucous. Got you. Yeah. How much? So, how, how much of a difference is it for our listeners? Um, the Fun Crusher, the Fun Crusher EP was eight songs. Okay. So okay. I think Fun Crusher Plus ended up being twenty. So those original eight, damn, like another twelve songs or so. Oof. Wow, a lot of shit. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Kesher? What's like your what's to you? What what's the genesis of Raucous and Jokes? Um, again, it's like I wanted to be in, and it seemed like artists that I knew, like um, um. 
the raucous, it was those first couple of singles. And I'm talking about way before. I'm talking about, um, um, what is it called? The one with, with, um, with Mr. Man from the Bush Babies. Oh, wow. Um, what if I um, something 2000. 2000, 2000 seasons? seasons, I got that. Yeah, 2000 oh, seasons. That was like Yeah, 45 and yeah. most got the song. And maybe Ultra Magnetic might be on that one, too, on the mm-hmm. B-sides. And then, um, so like the early singles, so Universal Magnetic for most mm-hmm. and 2000 seasons from quality. Yeah. And again, I'm UGHH, you finding these singles popping out. And then as far as Dev Jooks, I go back to, I always tell this story, I go back to the one sheet with Dev Jooks when it was a one gray, and everybody know one sheet was just, it was just a gray back panel and a bunch of columns. And every so often, um, LP and them would, y'all would update y'all site, coming soon. It had a big com- coming yeah. soon column mm-hmm. and like little blog entries. And I would just look and I, you know, emergency rations, of course, Fun Crusher Plus. And then, mm-hmm. I, then the Cannibal Ox word was coming out. So you're just looking yeah. for what was next. What they going to drop next? Another 12-inch or whatever? And then also in that time, LP started being more interwoven with rock, with Rockets. But mm. it goes back to the, to the fucking Dev Jokes one-sheet page. No no scrolling, no next sheet, no links, mm. nothing. It was just a page with information and those first two 12-inches for, mm-hmm. um, for Rockets for me. So when I saw yeah. all of that, like, um, you know, most and Quali looked like me. You know, yeah. I, I dress like them, so it was just like, oh, I could well, do see them at, You would see them in the crowd at shows. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're but, Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn yeah. all day, so it was, it so, was lovely for me. I also yeah. forgot to mention, like, the first sound bombing record, because the, the second one was, like, the iconic record. Mm-hmm. Right. But, but the, the first, first one, one was real important, because that was, like, the collection of everything they had dropped to that point. Yep. Right. All the 12 inches. Yep. Hold on. I, yeah. got, I, got it, I got it up right here. Hold on. Yeah, I mean it's a it's got here. I love soundbombing one. I love soundbombing. Yeah, I was like, it's where fire within you, fire what you burn came out. Burn, dude. The 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 heart to my heart starts with R A. Yeah, Metalink's Nightwork produced on there. there. Yeah, that joint's stupid. It's loaded. I I I was just playing it like spinning my car again for a minute. Yeah. Um, oh, here you go, here you go. Look, yeah, I fire what you burn. Loon yep. TNS is on there. Yep. Yeah. Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights. Arabian Nights. Yeah. Show me, show me your gratitude. Fortified Live. Join. I was mentioning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Show me Universal. your gratitude. El Fudge. Yeah. Um, Rated Rugged Man has a couple joints on there. There's mm-hmm. a Menelik and Kill Keith collab on here. So yeah. intelligent. Yep. Yeah. I what if joint cranks? What oh, if the- El Fudge featured Mike Zoot Shabam yep. and yep. Scam what? and Quali, what? yo? Yeah. Get Produced by here, DJ Spinner, dog. I love yeah. it. Yes. Dude, yes. There, there's a, the freestyle on the second on side B with Quali and most freestyling in the studio. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, man, is. I love that joint. That beat is crazy. Now, you said on the second side. So, Z, did you encounter this as a record or a CD? So, okay. So, my, so yeah, my, my intro to Raucous was, I'm looking at the whole Discog list of all of their shit, and I'm realizing that my intro to them was 98 because I was so 98 I was 16 and that was like 97 98 is like super commercial rap like Wu-Tang Forever, Jay DMX, Nori Pun, Cam, like that whole class cannabis and when I heard Lyris' Lounge Volume 1 and Body Rock I was Mm. like 
Ooh, because I didn't know who Most was, and then I and I saw him with Q-Tip and Tash, and I loved the Alcoholics. Mm-hmm. I loved Tribe, and I was like, "Yo, this dude's like the hottest dude on this song." I hated that album. Crushes them. I hated it. it. Almost turned me off of the song. What I the hated body- that album cover? Yeah, the drawing. Oh, I just didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like you know block party shit. But again, as, as like- I'm getting back into vinyl, sometimes covers would turn me off. Like I would I see think. something I wouldn't like, and I would listen. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, so that's totally. single, but like when I heard that single, <laughs> and then that, that's that video be on BET. Yeah, so I would be. I, I remember seeing the cassette. I was like you. I was like, "What is this old school shit?" And right, I put it down. Buckets. Then I saw yeah. the video. Then I bought the cassette, and then I would fucking rap on the, the instrumental for that. And then I, when I bought Lyris's Lounge, I, I couldn't go to shows yet. So when I'm listening to it. I'm like, "Oh shit, this is like what people would do at shows." Like mm. the, it was definitely had an interlude, yeah. like with them freestyling yeah. in, the, in the bathroom and out in front of the venue. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, like Alaska, it's funny because we're younger. So I remember thinking those are like real ciphers, like they didn't do them in the studio. <laughs> I remember they, you know, they pumped it like crowd noise. You remember yeah. like in the, yeah. bat, the bathroom cipher, put it in somebody beatbox. And I was yeah. like, oh, shoot. But yeah, yeah so like I used to joint, think that, then... like, that me, Lyricist Lounge is like an independent academy. Like there was these right. places <laughs> that these indie artists meet up and. Yep. They do these ciphers at this time of night. It was very. I really like, didn't I, like that record, dude. I mean, like when you play it back now, like there's definitely like misses. But when you get to like the the stretch and Bob freestyle with like thought, Pharrell, those, yeah, those are powerful. Those and absolute, stick more. Where they're just those going for like ten minutes, like that's I mean, crazy. So like, but, but I know, I, that is like hearing yes, that, and then that leads into like the Black Star runs. Like definition yeah. blew my fucking mm-hmm. mind open. Yeah. And then I was like, and so I was the dude going to Tower Records on September 28th, 1998, when everyone's there for fucking Hard Knock Life 2, and everyone's there for all the other shit. I was like, you have the quality and, and most deaf record. And people are like, what the fuck is that? Yep. That, you couldn't get that. It was, it was a Quemini <coughs> album, Brand Nubian Foundation, and Most and Quality. And I had to go to like multiple record stores over the course of a week to find like one copy of the most in quality. I think I got it. That's Metcalfe. crazy. I feel like that might have been the biggest record out here at that time. At least nah, it was it was Jay. Was Jay good. fucking ran the world with that shit. Yeah, and I remember. But check the lyricist lounge. Times in a row, they would just play that song. The lyricist lounge. I'm remembering. I was infatuated with it because it had the the double CD to fold out. I nope. think I bought the vinyl. It had cool I Keith bought the vinyl. Dayla. Big big fold out and um. The Alaska, like, because it had the graph on it. I was such a graph hit at that point. Yeah. So they had the graph character on the front with the little hat. And it just, like I said, the interludes, I thought they were real to me. And it's just like, who are all? And it was it was such a um, splash of new artists all at once. I remember that, like, like being flooded. It felt like an yeah, NBA draft. Like, all, like, all, yeah. these, like all these rookies and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, um, and then you have Cool Keith um, on there and Daylight talking. Yeah, you have your, um, you know. Yeah, so like that's that was like my intro to Raucous, and then following that shit, then I backtracked and got Sound Bomb and one. Then I got into Funk Crusher. Then I, you know what I mean? Like it, it made me be like, whoa, there's a at the record store. Then then he started filling up with all the indie shit at record stores, at like the mm-hmm. chain record stores, and yeah. then I would start finding like the super indie record stores. Castro Atomic City Comics on South Street. That used to be mm-hmm. like the indie fucking rap record store. Where I would buy like Jack oh, nice, nice, all that shit. So then they would start having all of the raucous shit lined up. So then by the time you get the Jooks, where it's like, I already knew who Aesop Rock was. I I had the float CD. You know what I mean? Like, I already mm-hmm. put 12 inches for the DPA. You know, like, and and knowing the company flows. So when, I, when that hit, I was like, oh, shit. Like, to me, raucous is a rap. 
they're done. These dudes are like the best dudes from that whole fucking era. They're going to be ca- carrying this for the next 10 years at least and just rolling with it. But it was like, like this, like Alaska said, like the seeds were planted by L and, and Coflo to be like, we got next now. Like this is yeah. really our shit. But like Raucous, Raucous meant a lot. Like I, I, they had a nice fucking run. We're going we're gonna to get into all that shit. Like there's, there's hits, hits and misses and things they messed up, but like, what what was like for for someone in the inside Alaska? Like what what was what was the what was the what was the pulse of people? Like what was their views of Raucous at the time? You said like most and quality were at the shows and shit. Like people were in a mix still. I mean, people people like Raucous. I think the people I was with were way more like underground though. So mm-hmm. there was like like I mean I think at that point people were still into them, but eventually it got to the point where people weren't that into them. Um, but, but early, like, I think everybody was pretty excited by it. Um, you know, I'd say through sound bombing three, I'm sorry, sound bombing two. So everybody, everybody was pretty, pretty amped on them. Um, you know, like, like I was saying, like that black star record was the biggest record in, at least in the scene, like, you know, all, (laughs) all the footage that you see in, um, God, what's that rap documentary show on uh, Netflix? I'm blanking on the name of it. Rapture? What's that? Rapture? No, not the Rapture. Oh, the, the one. A hip hop evolution. Hip hop evolution. So all the footage that they show of like people ciphering and stuff, mm-hmm. that's from they did a concert in Central Park. Wow. So that's from that concert. Like everybody was there. The whole scene was there, like celebrating. It was like a big win for everybody. Yeah. Even like like I didn't know any of those dudes, but we just all felt like. They broke right. through, so like the floodgates are going to open, and we're all going to come through. Um, so, you know, I think I might have lost the thread of the conversation here, but I think ultimately people were down for raucous, mm. and it just eventually it started just becoming stuff, something different. Once they sort of got away from who they were mm-hmm. and started trying to reach a bigger audience, it was like, eh, they're well, not really we'll, that. We'll interested that shit. That, that's the Walking Dead segment. Of- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> most definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. So, so we, we're talking about the beginning of these labels, the peak. Like, what is peak Jooks? What is peak Raucous? Is um, it Black Star? I'd is, say is that's Anarch? that's an early peak though, right? Um, peak peak Jooks is Nunshow Fast. Mm. <laughs> You're talking like you think so? Because it was just like. <clears throat> Somebody like Aesop breaking through commercially like that, like selling. Yeah, that was a big record. A good, a good amount of a good amount of numbers. The, the the singles or videos were being getting rotation on MTV. So as far are, as like, uh, are we thinking peak as far as creativity and impact, or peak as far as sales? So those are two different. No, not things. I, yeah, well, no, I, mean, no, I wasn't saying just sales. I'm just saying like the record. crescendo of jokes is like nunchuck. I could I could look at the records right around record. there and probably see like the four could, or five records. I would say like. Ox, um, Iron, Iron Blade, Colvane into Labor Days, into Fan Dam, into like um, the Dead first Rain. RJ record. Like yeah, that Dead to Rain. me yeah. is like. That's the first wave. I'm yeah, but it didn't get higher like, than that for Jux. Mm. Like as far as like the why. perceived value of like what Jux was, that was like the high point. Because mm. I, I none show pass in my mind, I'm thinking, what is that? 08? 07. Okay, so I'm thinking like y'all are, like you're running at the height of your powers now. What um, else dropped the, from 
be a buy in. That's what I'm telling. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm what's the, what's the name dropped in that year too? Uh, I'll sleep when you're dead, which to me is fuck. So I'm thinking of the crescendo, Alaska, like when everything but, is like. From the inside perspective, though, things were going downhill at that point. Uh, like okay. you know, like sort of the late the industry was dying. Yes. Right. The the right. sort of underground movement was like people weren't like into it as much as they were anymore. So okay. it was like, hmm. you know, like I was because I was on the I'll Sleep When You're Dead tour and it was like a dope tour to be on, hmm. but it didn't feel like the way it felt in the early days. Hmm. Like Revenge of the Robots type. Yeah, like like, like early stuff. Up. Like it was sort of it was it was a different audience. It was hmm. the label wasn't seen the same way, I think, as it was. Hmm. I think people were sort of like moving towards like you know, I think if you think back to that time, there was like sort of like a move in the the general culture to move towards like indie rock. Oh yeah, like indie rock is what was popping at that time, so people started True. going that way. Well, and also you like mixtapes, fucking Wayne. Yeah, like and also it was getting crowded in our road, like Stone's Throws picking up steam. Rhyme yeah. says, and all, yeah. uh, but like like famous, if you look at like, even the aesthetic of the way like people were dressing and looking and sound like Cage was bringing in dudes like Daryl Palumbo. Oh yeah, yeah. And like you know, there was like a lot of that shit going on. So it wasn't like, like it wasn't to me. It wasn't like the pure creativity of the early era. Hmm. Mm. What about mm. what, what's what's the what's the peak? Okay, so so Alaska, you're saying the peak of Jokes is like first wave. Yeah, I think first wave. I mean, like, I I think honestly, on. like even before us, like before we got there, before us and SA Smash got there, mm. like the, you know, I think. You know, we did what we did was cool, but it wasn't like the impact of Jooks was like up until PFAC almost, mm. and then people were like oh. the fuck, yeah, and like right, you know, something smash sour right a little that. bit. Yeah. Well, if, if, well, for that us, too. for us pure fans, around Nunshell Pass was like we were still like you know what I'm saying, still thinking everything was you know going going well. Yeah. Like this is mm. like. Nunshell Pass at that point is like Aesop's third record with the label. You know what I'm saying? Like you're starting yeah. to build catalog. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, um, LP's record drop. You're starting to build catalog. It seems like cats are there to stay. Like for us yeah. on the outside not knowing, it seems like, okay, you know, people get third records, second records, you know what I'm saying? Fourth record. So it seems like, yeah. you know. And, and I'm not trying to shit on the records either. I no, I know that. Dope -ass I records, you. But I think from, from my perspective, like peak was early. Hmm. Like, even, I mean, you could probably go through, like, the full first wave because you got Murs's first record there. But then Murs had That's... the real dope record with Ninth Wonder, the 316 yeah. record. Yep. You got so it probably goes on a little bit. Right? Yeah, just yeah. put that out. Yeah. yeah. Put that first one out. Yeah. All right. So, so, all right, so bring, bring it out. You ready? So, 01 is Cold Vein Labor Days. Um, 02 is Def Jokes Presents 2, Daylight EP from Ace, Fan Dam. Lift Emergency Rations EP, which is crazy yep. dope. Mm -hmm. RJ Dead Ringer, and then I Phantom. So that's 01, then 02. Yeah, and then right. 03, this is the change. Yeah. Murder's the end of the beginning. SA Smash. Let's get uh, Party Fun Action Committee. C Rays, and then Bazooka Tooth. Yeah. And oh, C Rays, what? Ravi Pops? Yeah. Yeah. Which some, all right, so C Rays, Year of the Beast felt like a Jokes project to me, but Ravi Pops and some of his other joints felt like. C Ray's project that was put out by. I've never listened to C Ray's album in my whole entire life. Rabbit oh, Pops God. was like it never. was way too long. It like, was. It had really good songs on it. I've never. Oh, listened. you know what I love? I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna hold y'all since we bringing up the man. 
the prelude, dog. Oh my! I don't know what that is. Oh my god! His first EP oh, with really? um Plain Pat. Oh shit! You remember that? No. I Last, that. you don't remember that? And he did. He, I, I remember it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have did, like. He, he did like he did rap that. voices on it. He did like yeah. sticky sticky fingers voice and stuff. I just really was impressed mm-hmm. with that. Um, Ravi Pops was long, and then he did. After after Year of the Beast, there was something else. See, well, he, here, here's an interesting run. Ready? So mm-hmm. he does Ravi Pops and then Bazooka Tooth. That's 03. 04, Death Jokes Presents 3. Murr's a Ninth Wonder. Murr's 316, huge record. Mm-hmm. RJ, Since We Last Spoke. It's a really fucking good album. I, li- I like um, that record a lot. Some bullshit-ass multi-platinum debut record. Don't care Never about heard that, of that one. that shit, but that shit um, is amazing. It's an amazing record. <laughs> D-Ray's We Live the Black Samurai EP. I don't remember that See? at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I remember all them little joints. I had all them. I had all but then them here you go. Stuff. And then 04, Rob Sonic, Telecatessin. Yeah. Rob okay. Now we're cooking with jokes. fire and grease. <laughs> favorite artists on jokes. Bottom line, Coin Black, period. Sabotage, Gigante. <laughs> then okay so then you hit okay so that's so, all right so what what casher what's your peak then for jokes i thought it was like my more nunchuck pass like right around then all right so you're, um, you're talking oh seven. so 07 is def- and give is, me when when is hell winter dry all right so ready for this okay so oh five winter's uh 05. 05 okay so ready for this 05 is fast cars danger fire and knives uh the perceptionist black dialogue sea mm-hmm. rays year the beast Hell's Winter, that's 05. So like five records. That would be that would I I I changed my answer. That's that's it. That's the peak for me. Hell's Winter. Okay. Like I I know I know we were, and I'm great. I'm starting to understand. Like I did like Nelcho Pass and all that, but like Hell's Winter right there, I was like my my word. Like yeah, because Hell's Winter was so, like everything I ever wanted out of a Cage record. And that's it was so a good. reclamation project because I hated mm-hmm. Cage. I hated mm-hmm. his persona. I hated him being a wigger. His language. And for him to come in with the weight loss and the different sound, and even sound yeah. like he was rapping different. And I just thought he got like, really boring for a while, and then it's like, wow, he really reinvented himself. Yeah, he really did. Like, yeah. that cage could have went toe-to-toe with Eminem and gave him some work. The other cage is a spectacle. That's just me. Even even with Leak Brothers included, which I think is a great record. But just, I love I, I, he, he seemed like a character at first. I ain't gonna lie to and and um like a rap suit he would put on, yeah. but Hell's Winter that's that's my peak. All right, so you're jokes. saying like oh five, oh five yeah. is a peak joke. What what's your peak raucous then? My peak raucous to me. Uh, here's the tricky part. Here's the tricky part. You have a million raucous twelve inches and EPs and singles, but then you have like just the albums and and there's not real that many. When you, yeah. right. Well, there's there's a lot. There's a lot more than you want to think. Like but there's not because they they, they really just flooded in. early with all the, all the, the twelve inches. Yeah, but then Rockets put out Revolutions for a minute. No. And Train of Thought. Okay, thank they you. Did. They put out Train of Thought. They didn't put out Revolutions. All right, so Rockets, like we were saying with Jux, in, in Alaska's opinion, Rockets is very front loaded. So that yeah. that first that first big smack home run out the park. There's a lot of stuff in there. I it's hard for me to say, and you would have to help me, Z, since you're looking at the notes. Yeah. People's second records, I felt like, right before mm. whatever that was, was the peak. So before the second record started to drop, and they didn't okay. drop a lot of second records. No, they really didn't. For Rockets, really did. Yeah, for Rockets. Rockets, there's they, almost zero follow-ups. Almost right. None. So whatever yeah. there was, Only whenever the second record was supposed to, I'm talking about rumors and the little things. That's when it was kind of the, the anticipation. 
Because what they did after that, we talked about offline. Rock yeah, we'll was 50. Yeah, we'll other people, they were, you know, that was that. awful. So to yeah. me, it was almost like a blink and you're missing in terms of their peak. Because at the same time, with me, with Rockets, there was a peak and then it was like, like out the out the airplane falling, just dropping. Well, what like was nothing that? was hit. It was so 98, 99. One, nine, nine, nine. Yeah. Well, 98 was Black Star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like song, one nine nine Johnny. So ninety eight Black Star and Little Johnny from the hospital. The song, the yeah. song one nine 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 is that's my that's my sound bombing too. Yeah, that's that's I the mean, peak when they when they drop that song that single. That song's great. Sound bombing too is a fucking uh, that song right there of all time. Not, not, uh, so, but right then I think was the height of their powers, and anything after that probably was like I don't even remember because after that's like oh no, and all that stuff. It yeah. seemed like good. Like oh no, it was like two thousand. And yep. see, the funny thing, when 2000 hit, Raucous then seemed like they were 2000, if you get what I'm saying. Like, that right. classic, yeah. typical 2000 output, that's what they sp- that, what the fuck are y'all doing? Sorry. Cats. Yeah. Cats um, but right then, when 2000 hit, it seemed like they, they turned into whatever that 2000 stereotype is mm, immediately. Yeah. And then up. they were trying that with certain songs and artists, they were, you know. Like the cool G rap totally fumbled. Uh, we'll get to that. The Gia we'll Khan that totally yep. fumbled that. We'll whatever that, that yeah. was supposed to be. We'll oh, get to that. But yeah, so that's that's my earmarks with that. One nine nine nine. Yeah, okay. yeah ninety nine was like ninety nine was Sound Bombing Three, um, Little Johnny, even that's High and Mighty, Home oh. Field Advantage. I love that record. First, the first, their, their first record. record. Yeah, the okay. first record. Yeah, Farrell okay. Monch, Eternal Affairs. Love that record. Most Death, Wait, Black on both sides. Love that record. Did um. Rockets didn't put out any of that vast air stuff, did they? No, no, no. They were done. Okay. All right. So here's my here's my peaks. You ready for this? Okay. So Jook's peak, I would probably say I'm more inclined with Castro to say the last stand of 07. Like I'll sleep when you're dead and none shall pass. Because to me, like I'll sleep when you're dead is to me better than Fan Dam. Because Fan Dam mm-hmm. to me is just too long. There's just like, yeah, I agree. With like you four or five songs you don't need. Did they have anything else along those two records? Then, well, okay, yeah. so 07, you have you have Definitive Swim, which I remember. I, I, tried I to, just listened to it today. It was yeah, a that was like a digital like, only thing. Yeah, it's right. got, it's got it uh, had, Smithereens on there. It's got yeah. uh, Blood Boy. I want you to Blood drop Boy that song right now in the mix right now. Blood Boy. That's okay. the the cage okay. thing I'm talking about. Like that's just like what? What is this song? But it's so great. From the sonar to the water break, it went according to plan. And three buckets of blood would pass through the doctor's hands. He pulled the baby out. She reached for his son. His first breath was spit blood being patted from his lungs. They tried to clean him up with no amount of sponges. Stop it all the weeks they would observe until a month ends. She had to leave him there. Once he started breathing air, he could leave. She didn't need to be told his disease was rare. She wrapped him up warm, signed forms and left. By the time the elevator door opened, he was wet. Lobby to the street, the sky was black, no stars. The three blankets were soaked up by the time they got to the car. Blood, the red floods, hopelessly in rugs. Searching to be held, but nobody wants to hug. Drug, the Pretend you never gave up And you 
can all pretend you never gave up And you can all pretend you gave And you can all pretend you gave And you can all pretend you gave a fuck Christmas time wrapped up in gauze but yeah, uh, I remember that's the beginning of like L and Jason DeMarco like linking up forever, which was smart. Probably. Um, all right, Probably. So I, I would go seven. I would. I mean, it's not the greatest albums, but to me, on any given moment, like None Shall Pass is a top two or three Aesop album ever. It and is. and honestly, when you're dead, it's like a top two or three all time L record. I would put None Shall Pass might be Ace's best written record, even more so than the stuff that came after. Skeletons are tough. But Skeletons like the, the writing on Nunchal Pass. I think the writing's better on uh, Skeleton, but I think yeah, it's but it's again, it's like it's like what 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 Mike Trout season is the best? The year he hit fucking three oh four with twenty nine right, right, right. Forty Indeed. stolen base or the year he hit three thirty like Yeah, or, what, or what Jordan when he averaged thirty seven right, like, or when he won you know defensive player. Right, MVP like what what, what, what LeBron MVP year is better? I don't know. Right, it's, right. Fucking right. amazing. So I would I would just say like that because and like and like Alaska's saying like the way things were so different from 01 to 07 for the for them to have their two of their main biggest like by that play by by that point RJ's gone Murs is gone uh Cage kind of topped out Cool Compete put a record out the year before never to be heard from again like, he was on that definitive swim joint, the only other song yeah. been lost that I know of. But like <laughs> what, what I'm getting at is like and then you got you you guys with Sweep the Leg, you had Junk Science, Rob Sonic, but like it was like a transitional time where like the, the original guard was still showing out. But there wasn't like, oh, but like here's like the next wave of dudes that are super fucking crazy that we're gonna be like sprinkling on people's records. So Stop it. I I would say that it was cats are wild. I would say I mean, yeah, it's not like on a level of fucking Colvane. <laughs> like, you know, or like even like yeah. Daylight EP or Emergency Rations, but. It I was a moment it's... where they weren't like batting a thousand. The new guy wasn't dope. You know who I was listening yeah. to just now when I was doing my research, y'all? What? I can't wait to bring up. Masad Bay! Yo, you are so loud. God damn, what that. Make news! Make Masad Bay. Paper Mache. Um, oh, yeah, paper Mache. The hell out of here, yo. Paper mache. That other song um, he got with Vast and BMS. Masabe. There he is. So, uh, all right. So for Raucous, like Sound Bomb, and so, I don't know if you guys saw, uh, is it like Barry sent There's a clip of Eric Andre on uh, Quali's podcast. Shout okay. out to my favorite listener, Quali. And Eric Andre was like, yo, Sound Bomb and Two is like, open my head. Because I, I, I was in Florida. Like, like, we couldn't get fucking, like, good, new, weird fucking rap. But Sound mm. Bomber 2 was, like, the one you get on release day. And there's videos for it. And, like, you, you're you getting pulled into all these motherfuckers on that. You got the Eminem song on there. You got Shabam Sadiq on there. You got Ari Rugged Man. You got Sadat X. You got... Wait, wait. Let me Bob ask y'all this. Is on that bitch. Let me ask y'all this. Didn't y'all just instinctively include the Swain Tech CD around this time? No. Because... No. Cause to me, I, I, right. I'm not, I'm a knight, but I'm right. like this Eminem song. Like those artists were on that thing. You know what I'm talking about? That oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. that yeah. class of guys, like yeah. Pharaohs so on this, yeah. yeah, like a lot of those guys are on those tapes. So I feel like I would yeah, mix yeah, them yeah. in when I would make mixes. Cause I'm thinking about Eminem appearances. Just it just popped in my head, and I was like, oh yeah, I was listening to that too. Right. Like I would say, them. like I, I would have, I would have said sound bombing too, just cause like it's just I love that fucking record so much. Like just Good. Diamond D is on there, fucking. 
uh, it's crazy. It's it's really really well done. The way it's blended together is fucking tough. But then you get to like so that's ninety nine. But then you get to two thousand. Lyricist Lounge yeah. two. Okay, pretty fucking weird record. But you get hip hop for respect. That's a dope ass EP about. Oh people. yeah, they put that out. That was Amadou nice. Diallo. That's a really Diallo, dope yeah. EP with like organized noise and that, that shit. Yeah. Um, then you have. Um, they had the thought. video for that with the yeah, shots and the pasta noose and all that. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. all in that okay. shit. So you have that year. So two thousand. You have hip hop for respect. You have train of thought. Listen, we shit on quality and high. T- that's a fucking great record. Great record. The blast. The that's blast. a great record, dude. Like even that's like a, that's the blast is triumphant. That's a hip hop. Yeah. Dude, move something. Me, move like. something's a fucking banger. Move no, and something. I get. I'm just talking about like the way the blast comes together. Tech is rhyming. Our tech's rhyming on it. I Quali's when it all started back in the you know days they got E on the bench and the video the, the, the swinging the camera the like everything was just perfect. Young chameleon well, adapt to any circumstance. I always wanted to use that for a hook. Young chameleon adapt to any circumstance. And the beat is slowed down, so Quali has no choice but to slow his ass He's down. Swagging on that shit. He's swagging. Right? On so yeah, shit. I just, I just I mean there's a lot of other accomplishments on that record, but the blast I remember. Oh, this, yo, you can play that on the record. You down for the count. Play that on the radio. You can play it in the club. Like that was tough. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, we, and then to me, the the peak is so that, and then you get Big L, the big picture. I fucking love that album too. And then everything after that is like a very, very quick and steep. Drop. Okay, so this will be a long tweet thread. <clears throat> I never really took Big L seriously. You never really as a rapper in general. The combination of what his bars were saying and his voice. And the fact that he was with DITC and the beats were like sounding like sand on a beach. I, 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 I have to admit, I, I never, I never bought into the Big L hype. I don't wow. put him up there in the top 10, 20, 30 for me. It never clicked. I'm I mean, sorry. This is my first time I'm, admitting that. I agree I've never with you for the most it. part, but I don't, I think he had moments where I really enjoyed him. But oh, okay, overall, here's, what, here's the something, then I, I'll give y'all a story. So, What's the song get with the slang in it? Ebonics. That's one of the Okay, so check it though. No, check it though. Check this out, Z. This is something you, you can even research and dig. Ebonics and another song on that record, those are not the original beats. The original beats were nasty. And they yeah. used to play it. Um, you know, yeah. they used to play it on, on the mixtape shows late night on the radio. They had original beats and it was fire. And then oh, when you Ron got Brown those songs. No, when you got the songs, the beats were on the mixtapes. When they dropped it, they changed the beat. Yeah, no, the, the original beat was hard. Really? That shit was really there, there, there's, a, there's a DJ Premier remix of a box, which is... It's just I don't know. I don't think the original beat's out there like that. I think you had to Dude. have it. It's on, like, yeah. mixtapes. It was, like, not... SNS mixtapes type shit. Really? Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's so dope. No, I only ever heard the Premier remix. And it was that in Alaska. I don't know if y'all mean it was... He had that song bubbling and another song with Size another switch beat. Size them up is And they switched that beat, too. Yeah. And and so when they switched the beats, I... Wasn't it put him on? Did they switch up the beat? No, that was, that was way early. That was no, way that was way early. But it was like yeah, right but around. Yeah, Ebonics was like around that time too. Nah, was it was after. No, Ebonics was later. Ebonics was like later bubbling in the street. Uh, it was by itself. Yeah. It was almost by itself. Uh, I remember. Okay. The beat they got now, that's cool. But the original beat was fire, yo. So anyway, that's my confession. I never was like a big, wow. big L supporter. I don't own a lot of stuff. I didn't buy the 12 inches because I just couldn't. And then when he passed, I was like, shoot, I don't even have time. Like, now everybody's going to kind of like, I, I left it alone. Yo, man, Casualties of a Dice Game, The Enemy, that fucking album is slamming. I don't know if I can see my expressions. Holding it down. You know, 
my biggest problem with Big L was Platinum Plus. Platinum Plus with Kane. And he didn't have the right voice for what he was trying to do. That's what I'm wow. saying. Z. He just sounded like Kermit the Frog. It didn't sound believable. Yeah, he he should have But he should have leaned it at somehow. I'm not one of these weird like Big L's, the gods. And Z. I'm not that type of person. But Big L is like effortless fucking murder writer. Like that, that shit is cheat code horror. Technically like, speaking, shit. the bars are there, but I didn't like yeah. the tone. I didn't like the name. I didn't like his voice for what he was spitting. If he was spitting some other stuff, maybe I would like to do. I'm telling you right now. I, I, I'm going to do everything, man. He do the club shit, story shit, street shit, punchline shit, mixtape shit. One, one day we'll sit down and you you'll have to school me because I just I'm not, I I I dropped out. Just play the big picture. It gives you, it gives you all so. all of his tools all that po- one that post mortem stuff. Don't yeah. don't hit. It. He that made most of the joints before he died. They're not I all get it, but then somebody else put it together, and I could tell. I don't know, man. Dude, yeah, nah, I'm with you. You're wild. I don't know, man. Let's take – you want to take, yeah, take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Yeah. break time. Sorry. Sorry, listeners, man. Break y'all. All right. <laughs> yeah, y'all. Hey, OQ. Hey, OQ. It's Wrecking Crew. Raheem Clement, the new project for me, myself, Zilla Rock, and Curly Castro. Prem Rock, Small Professor. Available exclusively on Bandcamp via wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. We got all your favorite Wrecking Crew affiliates, homies on there. People you already know, I don't even list them off. Go grab that joint right now. And then you could also grab the official first ever piece of Wrecking Crew merch designed by Quandry himself. You can get the five panel hat or you can get the black snapback. Joints are shipping now. Alright? Raheem Clement, all types of wild shit on there. We got Arm and Hammer on there. We got Willie Green on there. We got Jason Griff on there. We got Quandry Messiah Music. We got New Career Crooks for me and Small Pro. Blue Edwards, the new group. Curly Castro and Small Pro. We got exclusive Prem Rock joints on there. Yo, it's crazy. Check it out right now. Raheem's Lament. Peace. So here we go. So here's the second part of the fucking show. 50th. 50. Um, one bad decision each of these labels made to torpedo themselves. For me, for Jux, I think they got too big before they were ready. Explain. Explain. So, like, you, you hear this as, as, like, something that happens with businesses all the time. Like, they come up with something that just becomes crazy hot. Yep. And the demand is there, and people want more and more and more and more. Mm-hmm. But they don't have but the infrastructure. They didn't have the infrastructure set right. to expand that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I think that was the case with, with Jux. And it might have been the case with Raucous, too. I don't know. But um, I just think, like, you know, that initial momentum, like, I think that the distributor, everybody wanted more and more and more. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. I guess maybe things weren't necessarily ready for that next round of artists to come out right away. Right. Um, you know, like, a lot of those records weren't as well crafted. And I put my record in there as well. Like, you know, I think they were all good records, but coming with that first round of records, they had all the time in the world to make them. Mm-hmm. Right. So they could sit and make sure everything was perfect. Exactly. Suddenly there's a release schedule. Like we need mm-hmm. more, 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 more. Yeah. So like all this stuff is suddenly like, Oh, we got to get more artists. We got to get this out. We got to do that. So mm-hmm. to me, you know, that would be probably my take on it. They got overextended. 
and then they kind of had to grow too fast. And all while that is happening, the industry is dying. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like all this infrastructure is being built up for something that's not going to be there eventually right. within it, within a year or two. So for, for them, for, and then for raucous, it was like, they, it's almost like they fucking clipped the wings on all their artists. Mm. Like at mm. a certain point, it was like, they didn't allow their artists to be <laughs> dope. They were kind of like, they didn't allow their artists to be dope. Like you had these artists that were unique and interesting, had dope voices and dope visions and yeah. really cool sort of like personalities and ideas. And they tried to take that and shove it into a top 40 format. Right, mm-hmm. like you mm-hmm. see it with like Pharaoh's Delight. Oh, yeah. I love that song, but I love the like, song, but it's like, like oh it's, no, you know, like that shit, like yeah. just shit like that. It was like it was just wasn't. There. It's reductive. It's reductive. Yeah. Like you they, know, they it, made it, indie hip hop music for kids that shop at Spencer's Gift in the suburbs. <laughs> like that's hot, that's kind of what they started but doing. Wear the Cohen naked wrestling hats. Yeah, exactly. Cohen naked diver. By the um, stone poster where it's like you see the person melting, like the different stages of somebody being high. <laughs> That's fucking so those, those are the missteps for me. Duh, what do you got, Castro? Duh. Biggest missteps for jokes and raucous. Um, I got notes. Oh, here we go. For um, for raucous, it's simple to me. It's like they um they they wanted to be like them and didn't want to be like themselves. Mm-hmm. So just more of what Alaska's saying. They wanted to be the Dems, like whoever they were. Sure, ja Rule and Case and Def Jam, all that stuff. They mm-hmm. wanted to be in that mix. And so mm-hmm. instead of doubling down on the creativity that they had seemed to spark with some of the more grassroots artists, because there's no, there no denying it. Their artists were grassroots, lo-fi, mm-hmm. low fi, low maintenance, ready, you know, come ready to roll. They weren't like, they weren't byproducts of label machines. Right. And I mean, it wasn't obvious that the quality was there, but, you know, the aesthetic was a certain way. Right. And by wanting to, to you know, to, to get an office downtown, in midtown, you know what I mean? Wanting to be like hobnobbing with them, wanting to be shoot, wanting to be on the floor above uh Murder Inc. and um and mm-hmm. Rockefeller. I think that's what that's where the bottom fell out. And um mm-hmm. like Alaska saying, clipping the wings, like not reinvesting in themselves. Like if you double down and especially look at the climate now. You know what I mean? Um and um as far as jokes goes, and I, that's what I, I'm gonna bring back my looking at the climate now because it applies to both of them. Um, as far as Jix goes, to me, I thought they they used to fall in too much love with one artist at a time. So hmm. I think there was more of an onus of finding the golden tickets on the label as opposed to re, um, refo- uh, reinforcing the brand. So like Mellow Music, for instance, it's a different time, but like Mellow is a brand. So hmm. no matter actually who they have on there and who does well, they're the brand. You know what I'm saying? And I think Dev Jux had a really good opportunity to be a brand, brand loyalty. Like, it didn't matter who you drop, PFAC mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, right. I see that. I see the Dev Jux logo. I'm copying it. Sight unseen. Mm-hmm. But by being in love with an artist too much. So it's at certain times, Dev Jux was all about ASAP. Mm-hmm. At, um, at certain times, it was all about Cage. Um, you know, at certain times, um, and, and well-deserving, it was about, like, trying to get Camel Tail's profile up. Which mm-hmm. is fine, Can I give you but some it, insider perspective on that? Yes, sir. So, you know, from a, a point of funding the label, mm-hmm. those were the artists that made everybody else's careers possible. So, like, you had to, like, keep those guys at the top 
to make it possible for the other records to come out. Not necessarily like you had to keep them, but if you didn't, like, they're the ones that kept the lights on. The breadwinners, of course. Indeed. Yeah. I, and I get that. Like Beyonce needs to also, come out every year to, to keep everybody afloat at Sony Records. Yeah. But if, but it, but if, if, what I'm saying is if you look at the climate nowadays, that happens at certain things. Like on Mellow, we know it's mm-hmm. Odyssey and Apollo. But yeah. he still keeps his schedule and together. Right. So you can still grab little niche fans and stuff. Like, so, like... Yeah. To me, I think Jux was doing that, but they slowed down. Like, they had a good st- a steady schedule of EPs, tour CDs, you know, like, and then after a while, to me, it seemed like y'all only dropping, like, maybe one or two things a year because it was all of that buildup for Ace's record that year yeah. um, and banking on that. And I think maybe there was a space, the internet was starting to bubble where you could have still dropped your other artist stuff, maybe in smaller quantities, still leading up to the big kahuna and not, mm-hmm. like, because I think Jux, like, it was an old model, like artists coming out every two or three years. I think they should have maybe jumped the gun on that. Maybe drop somebody every every year, every year and a half. I, I was I was so thirsty. I was dying for anything, mm-hmm. you know. And so when it would be an artist that I necessarily wasn't digging, I either would just bite the bullet or just skip it. And if, mm-hmm. if Jux was a little more frequent, dropping a couple more casts, I would just have more faith. Like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to wait right. as long. And that was just me. Like, I remember, like, scouring the internet looking for Cage singles. After Hell's Winter. That's how I found Blood Boy. He put a site up and he would drop a little single. I was one of those guys. Where's the MP3s? Right. I'll find it. So I just think if they if they knew that their fans were thirstier and then they didn't have to like hyper focus on one artist as much. Like I remember the big build up to Momega. The long, you know, the the mm-hmm. brothers video and stuff like that. Oh. But I also remember at that time nobody else was clicking. Like you gave each other space. But I think that there was a capacity to, um, you know, double bill, have more people having spotlight at the same time, develop more product, and maybe have a longer longevity. That's just me from the outside, just me and a super fan. Sure. I just wanted more, more, more at a time, um, even when they were focused on an individual star artist that year. Yeah, I think, I think, I think the industry at the time, like Cash and I talked about this briefly today. The, if you ran an industry in the late 90s, you were never going to get that chance to make that much money again ever in the history of music. Right. Like 2000 right. literally is the most money the record industry ever made in its history. Yep. So if you can see the signs, like even Def Jam in 98, they were like, we're trying to build up our overall value and do a deal with whoever they sold the part of the label to. That's why they put out two DMX albums that year. It wasn't because right. DMX had two albums ready. They were like, we're trying to goose our fucking overall gross income to impress investors. So we got to come out with Redman and Method Man and fucking Jay-Z and two DMXs and soundtracks and Job Rule and all this shit. So like, if you're raucous and you're, you know, the dudes who ran it weren't like, yo, my whole life I just wanted to put out rap records because I'm a fucking DJ. They were like business dudes. It just happened to be the business they were in that was popping early was like super weird fucking rap records on on twelve inch. You know what I mean? But they were looking at the hammer. So I, I'll tell you to me like like the definitive moment was lyricist lounge two sound bomb and three. Like those two records. I said check this out. I'm looking at the track listing. I remember. Okay, so again by this point, lyricist lounge two comes out November two thousand fourth quarter of the biggest year in music history, right? 
Mm-hmm. This is when I noticed the change because the because we talked about like most and Pharaoh fucking exploded. Like those were big records. Pharaoh's yeah. on the radio with Simon Says. Most mm-hmm. is up there with Miss Fat Booty. That video is everywhere. Most had the Umi Says joint on the Michael Jordan commercial, which I'll never forget. On the Jordan brand, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Um, so then Raucus was like, they were they were doubling down, being like, yo, we can make a lot of fucking money. But the shift was, it's not going to be with these weirdo fucking super vocabulary ass dudes. Here's people that showed up on Lyricist Lounge. Okay, so Sound Bomb and Two in '99. That's what you know. Sir Menelik, Shabam Sadiq, you know, R.A. the Rugged Man. Okay, cool. The next year, you ready? Who's on his record? Uh, Most Def, Pharaoh, Nate Dogg, produced by Rock Wilder, who was the biggest dude that year. Mm-hmm. Q-Tip and Wordsworth. Smith and Wesson. Beanie Siegel. Royce the 5'9". Most and Ghostface Killer. Eric Sermon, Socrates, and Redman. Uh, cool G Rap and M.O.P. Alchemist, Big Noid, and Prodigy. More Eric Sermon. Um... High Tech, Big L, uh, Dilated Peoples, Scott Storch, JT Money, Pastor Troy, and Master Fool on a song together. All right. Mm. And then the last song, I Committed a Murder by oh, Master Fool. Macy, Gray. Yeah, Macy, yeah. Macy Gray remix with Premier. Right. Game. I remember that was the difference, Macy Gray, man. I got I to amend my answer. What is it? About, um, so, so again, we're talking about the worst things we think that the label's done. Mm-hmm. Right. For me, with Raucus, I had to look at my notes again. It was the Simon Says moment. Mm. There was an opportunity for them to pay $5,000 for that sample. Oh, yeah, and they fucked it up. and then From the original composers in Japan yep. with Godzilla. Yes. Yep. Then they came back and wanted 50 grand. Now, mind you, both of those amounts, they could have paid easily. Yeah. They could have paid the 50 grand, That's it. and they could have paid the five. They were printing money. Right. But they were being stubborn, and I think they thought too much of themselves. They didn't get it cleared, and eventually it led to a lawsuit. A total retraction of that whole album. They had to mm-hmm. snatch it off the shelves. The single got no traction, got no licensing, even though it was being played in every football it was everywhere. That was in fucking soundtracks. You yeah. know how much money that? You know how much money he lost? I think, That's I a million-dollar record, dude. That's I think Farrell said he lost maybe two to three million just based off that from the, <laughs> oh from the settlement. God. They ended up paying like 600 grand or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and um, for not being able to use the power of that song. So when I heard about that, and then I started backtracking, I heard about it later when I backtracked and I was like, yeah, I could see. Even though, like we're talking about, we're, from the outside looking in, like we were talking about with Dev Jokes, we're thinking this is the height of their powers. And everything right. seems like it's trending upward, but right then, like, that's think about this. Right, Think about this. Like, what the fuck does Raucous have to do with Beanie Siegel in 2000? Right, he got that song Nothing. on there. What what, what, what high tech? Song? What's the song? What's the song? Get yeah. that dough. Get, Get that dough. Oh, there's a banging. There was always a hint of like fraud with Raucous in general, though, because like they started pushing most Def going gold. Oh yeah. They started pushing most Def went gold, but then it came out like that they bought like two hundred thousand copies of the record. Right. Oh wow. To make it go gold, so it was like they were they were sort of. Just like look over here, like while we're doing this, they were making money. I know it was that they were oh, making sure. money, but right. they you know, so they also were Rupert Murdoch's kids, right? That's what right. I'm saying. They're, they're not like yo, man. My whole life, I always loved uh, fucking a butter and Mr. Voodoo. Yeah. I want to put these dudes out. Like that's not that's right. Shit. Right. But then the right, flip right. side is with Jux. I think I think the biggest misstep with Jux might have been um, they didn't have like. Okay, so like RJ leaves, right? 
that's mm-hmm. but they said it was amicable like he was just going on a different creative path they yeah, he was. have they didn't have like the super knockdown in-house producer like the genius of woo was like you had rizza from like 92 mm. to 96 Six. by himself right. but then you're starting to get true master in there where true master does fish true master does brooklyn zoo True Master, you know what I'm saying? Like you're starting to put True Master inside these records, mm-hmm. and he doesn't miss a beat. And then you get to mm-hmm. Woo Forever, and you're like, "There's Fourth Four. Disciple," and then he's gonna do the Killer Army record. Matt, like you're gonna start having that aesthetic of guys plugging in the spots alongside Rosa. And then when they do the second wave, Rosa's not on a lot of those records, mm-hmm. good or bad, but they but have. It's, but it's, they, they, they set a standard because all the Woo auxiliary cats, whoever they were getting to produce, produce like them too. Right, but they were, they were in line, like, I'm making RZA-type beats. Yeah. That's what yep. I do. All that. Right? Yeah. So what cool. L, it's like, did it, I mean, like, Rob Sonic, totally. And I, and I remember, like, listening to Bazooka Tooth when it came out, being like, oh, Aesop is, like, really leaning on L, as it, like, learning from him. But wasn't that the point, Alaska, for, for the y'all producers not to all sound like L? Yeah, I mean, like, everybody, the thing with Jux was everybody was, like, an already self-contained unit. Right. Right. So right. it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't it wasn't an LP factory. It was, it was these are all the people that are doing shit that he found interesting. And more than anything, it's like an LP curation. Right. Right. Got you. Like right. These are right. the dudes that are around me that I think are doing interesting. But like, shit think about this though. But like, out. think about like not even having Blockhead as like an in like they never put out a Blockhead record. Like yeah. he's right. in the universe of jokes, but he's not. Like yeah. cryptic is so in the yeah. Universe, so at but first it seemed like, like the sounds was LP and RJ, but that yeah. wasn't like right. That wasn't reinvested. That wasn't like you didn't have an RJ yeah. beat on every project or like that. That's what I'm saying. Like but RJ, also RJ's all, not all the artists at this time had like. So I think because I'm a little older, so I was there for like the earlier days. Mm-hmm. Like all these artists were established in the scene on their own already. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So the people that are hearing them for the first time, it seems like it's all like this sort of like big label crew. Right. But everybody was established. Like RJ was, you know, he was through him and like soul position and megahertz was bigger on their own. Right. Than right. RJ ever was, you know what I mean? Until yeah. RJ came out, obviously. Right. Um, right. You know, Mr. Liff, he already had his shit out there. Right. Um, who uh, Aesop had like two or three records out already. Yeah, that he was time huge. He got the joke. Right. So, Right. You know, Adam's fam had their thing before we got there. Rob had Sonic Some. So, like, dudes had, like, pretty, like, extensive careers already before mm-hmm. coming to Jokes. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Wu was, like, a collective of dudes that True. came together. That's a good point. Right. Underneath one sound. Yeah, they, yeah, everything yeah. was birthed from that. Yeah, I just think, like, it's it was just hard to see what the connective tissue was. Because okay, back then, we, we didn't know there was, like, the L curation when you're, like, you're like, what the fuck does Party Fun Action Committee have to do with S.A. Smash? Yeah. Well, how does that kind of Yeah, like most people didn't even know Blockhead was in it. They didn't even know Tony yeah. was in right. it. Right, like I'm saying, but, 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 right. but because Blockhead is not on the label, you don't know that. Yeah, like, right. You don't know that Party Fun Action Committee. Right, right, right. Blockhead's not on the fucking label. You right, know, right, right. You know, half of Labor Days and all the mm-hmm. other shit. I'm just yeah. saying, like, there was no, like, but what I'm saying is Raucous was just, they just pulled the fucking plug on, yeah, we're not going to have DJ Spinner sitting around here no more. We need to have fucking Rock Wilder, High Tech, all these radio motherfuckers. Like no be, 88 keys. Like he grew up with them. Keys, like, no, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm real quick. We'll take a break. Sound bomb and three. I remember like, I remember yeah. looking at this. I was working at a record store. I looked at the back of it and then put it back down. That was the yeah, first. That, time has, that is, that is wild. That track. Ready is for this? Wild. Right, here you yeah, go. Running, right, so running. You, have, you have the life. What I told us styles P Pharaoh. Love right. it. Mm-hmm. Love you have it. a song though. I never heard a song in my life. 
It's what? called Freak Daddy by Most Def, produced by Rockwilder. No clue what that's called. Then you have a, 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 a song with Mad Skills featuring Candy and Missy Elliott over a high-tech beat. I'm yeah. good. Then you have um, a song. Wait, why don't I remember that, Sound Bombing 3? What am I doing? Go no, ahead. This, this was a disaster. Okay. It was next song. Next song, My Life, produced by Vic of uh, Beat Nuts. Cool G Rap and CNN. Never heard of it. Round and Round Remix. This killed them, too, because this song kind of popped off, that high-tech and John mm-hmm. Bell song. There's mm-hmm. always remixes mm-hmm. of it. There's a remix. with This one's got Faro, Cool G Rap, and Method Man. Yeah, like different MCs and different right. verses, and people made different versions of it. And then, they're, and, then they're, and then they're like, we'll, we'll throw you guys a bone, you, 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 uh, you uh, incense lighting candle motherfuckers. Zap Mama, Quali, and Common on a song. Yep. Yeah, I remember I was in love with that, but I didn't really like the song, but I just loved seeing, oh, my God. Especially right. back then. The next song is a Q-Tip solo song. I don't remember what that sounds like at all. Then they have a, a beat nut song. <laughs> Trouble is, don't know what that is. Then they have a Quali song with DJ Quick that was on Quali's album. Yo, I don't remember this at all. Nope. You, have no you see value. the artwork, you will. It's really bad yeah, artwork, no, It's too. corny. It's like wild, generic. Then I remember this song because it was on Phrenology. It was called Rhymes and Ammo, The Roots featuring Quali. That was on Phrenology. They put that on there. Oh, and then wow. you have... And, and, oh, Raucous love putting Coco Brothers on shit. I was just gonna say, they were again. What song? Coco what song? It's what called song? "Spit Again" by Coco Brothers and and Dawn Penn. I'm, I'm wondering if that's Queen Penn. Uh, there you go. So it's oh, and then the last oh song is called God. "On the Block." Ari the Rugged Man and uh, LDO. What year did this come out, yo? Oh, 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 this debuted number twenty three on Billboard Top two hundred. What in the fucking? You know why? Because the life, the life was a monster song. Oh, that one with that 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 speaker, um, the wolf on the front. So corny. So sound the life was yeah, and it was just the life. There was the only thing holding it up. Everything else is crap on the CD. Yeah, the CD is trash. But it's but again, it's like this design project. Yeah, but like deep what 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 does Candy and Missy Elliott? Oh my god! But you know what it is too, and I'm, I'm I'll say this, and we'll definitely take a break. I think I remember like Cypher Sounds when he would do like the Juan Epstein podcast. Cypher mm-hmm. Sounds was like A and R and some shit by this point because he was like radio dude on Hot ninety seven and MTV, and I think like this is like a very like A and R type fucking record. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, ooh, like who has albums coming out? Like who's the new hot? Person? Yeah, a lot of these joints drop. Oh, a gangster and a gentleman life was on there. Yeah, yep. like a lot of these are for. Um, yeah, those are all like yeah. cross promotional yeah. joints. Uh, it, it's 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 nothing. It has nothing. Oh to do God, that's the album cover. That's his. Oh, back. I remember now. Oh, there we man. go. We're, we're we're gonna take a break. We're gonna do a uh, we're gonna couple more pieces. To celebrate our fiftieth. You know what I mean? So boom, whole lot culture. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. This is Prem Rock, Wrecking Crew. Shrapnel, all that good stuff. I'm here to tell you about our latest companion piece to the LP on Backwood Studios, entitled Flechette. We got a Murderer's Row on there. We got a new track with Elusive. We got Kenny Siegel. We got Willie Green. We got Blueprint. We got August Fanon. We got Analog Tape Dispenser. We got Jeff Markey. We got Blockhead. We got Small Pro. And we got a verse from Cavalier on there. What more do you need? Honestly, what more do you need? It's pay what you will on Bandcamp, which is which is crazy to me. That's crazy to me. So if you want to enter a zero in there, the goose egg, that's fine, but that's on you. You gotta live with yourself. Uh, you know, we appreciate your support. And shout out to Call Out Culture, the best rap podcast in the world. If you disagree, you just didn't listen. Peace. Yo, real quick, before we go to our last segment and wrap up our 50th anniversary show, fucking Alaska, man. 
Tell us why you hate Raucous. You hate the beats on Raucous. <laughs> Yo, this shit sound like, it sounds like if their speakers were like basically two tin cans connected by a string. <laughs> it's got that like, it's just the worst fucking sound every time. And it's like the drum patterns are just like, God damn. It's like people walking upstairs. It's not even interesting. The oh, production wow. sucks. Did you say the production. drum patterns sound like some people walking upstairs? Yeah, it's just a click, clock, click, clock, click, clock. But it's I also because it's like it sounds bar. like it's it's mall music for suburban white kids, man. It's not wow. Like, oh, your drums sound like the twins fighting upstairs. You're out of the bar. You know? Oh my god. It's uh, so 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 all right. So because you were inside, inside was raucous not underground enough. At they first like, they were, but they, right, they quickly right. became, you know, they they just became like poser shit. You know what I mean? Like they were pseudo like, underground. Pseudo yeah, underground. Like they didn't make anything interesting after all. Like even like like you look at their best records, like Black Star. Black yeah. It's got like four good songs. Child. Oh Lord, here we go. We just stop. No, but I'm saying, like, stop. seriously, like, do you still like go back to it and you're like let me pull it up because we're going to go through the right Redefinition, yes. Definition, yes. I still listen to hater players every time I play Only thing I'll say is hater players is like mixed. It's like all bass. It's like Tikal bass. Like, <laughs> Yo, chill the fuck out with this bass. And, and that other song about breaking, I don't really listen to that one. I'll listen to that joint. Yeah, yeah. let's get that one. <laughs> let's get that one. All right, but, but black on both sides is black on both sides is the same thing. Like it's just it's not. Oh that good. wow! What? Yo, it can, if you put that in the rest of most Def's catalog, come on, it's like his fifth best record. Dude, he wait 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 wait, 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 interesting piece of disaster art where there's like three good songs true magic is the conclusion of a record contract Go. yeah like that's weird as shit he's right he's doing the fucking liquid sword song that he's doing every like he's doing the her <laughs> katrina clap like what yeah katrina clap katrina clap over the ecstatic, other person's beat amazing ecstatic amazing. is like we had to go through amazing. a lot of weirdness to get to ecstatic but i respect that he doesn't give a fuck but he's got duds in his catalog dog Duds. Dude, he's got duds all over this record is what he's got. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Black on both sides is classic. Next. Move on. Next. Um, I mean, I, we've already discussed my feelings on the, the Farrell Monch record. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, I'm saying, after you listen to Stress and then you go listen to that, like, that's the album you want from Farrell Monch? It's different. It's just more, it's, more it's, like it's a No, it's not it's different. It's solo. It's wet. It's oh, wet. Oh, my God. It's have, solo. It's expanding. You ready? Here's the difference. You can't have a, a girl in your fucking car when you're playing the extinction of death. You can have a girl in your car when you're playing internal affairs. <laughs> yeah, but why do you want to listen to Farrell Monch for that? You could listen to, like, anybody. I'm just saying. Oh, no no difference. You cannot play these things together around a girl. And yeah, she's well, exactly. That's the point. I'd rather play Faramont than PM Dawn, even though one is more appropriate. Wow. Yeah, but you don't even have to do that. Why don't you throw in your fucking grand pooper CD and see how that goes? <laughs> 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 don't you jump out the car while it's moving? Oh, what? my God. All right, yeah, Raucus was corny, thing. man. Raucus was corny as shit. I forgot this. This is like bronze baby shoes. It's MCA Records. Acquired, it's, it's something bro. that you throw in your attic and you never look at it again. That's what Raucous is. 
If <laughs> <laughs> you ever talking bronze baby shoes, who, who keeps bronze baby shoes? All right, wait, wait, wait. We have this something we, we skip and we have to say it. And I'm curious. Yeah. I want to know everybody's reaction when yeah. they heard signed to Raucus. I'd rather be my father. I thought that was the dopest thing I've ever heard in my life. So when you I mean, that's that where line. I'm coming from. That's the world I'm coming from. <laughs> what, what song is that on again? That's on um, Deep Space Nine Millimeter. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. All right, Hidden All right. Gems. Here we go. Hidden Gems, because we're not just going to keep sh- shitting on Alaska's poor taste in rap. We're going to go back. <laughs> History will absolve me. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, what what are some of like the the things? Because everyone, when you say when you say them labels, like you say rock is everybody think I, I think people instinctively go Black Star. You say Death yeah. Jokes, I think people instinctively go to L, or yeah. maybe A-Sop. Colmain, right? Hey, like, yeah, or, or yeah, or Canox. Um, yeah, yeah. What are the overlooked gems from both these labels that maybe people should be thinking about or going back to? Because you know, fuck it, we got the internet, we got all this dope shit we can fuck with. What would it be? It's a lot. Masai Bay, paper mache. Mm. Produced by Nas. Peace from I bring to you good news. No equipment's at a minimum in some of the beats. You will possibly hear what I could use. When I get it, you are gonna need a miracle. Miracle, how they miracle. Electrifying prominent verities. Feasibly mentioned within a document. Wear some habits, outlive the cabbage. And if you ain't live, Fizz, how will you manage it? It's a regular verbatim on my side mount. But every ever rap music is downgraded. Judge on some jam from some clown dust. I gotta come in. Loving the first aid. Check that out. That joint's fire. This guy's mm. style, yo. I'm mm. not, I always like guys that was like, you know what? Yeah, you rap, but fuck that. I rap like this. Mm. And he's like half rhyme and he's stopping, he's starting. I don't know what this man looked like, Alaska, but he seemed like a hulking man. And if he wasn't hulking, the, the golem that he animated from the sand outside used to stand over top. Mm. I'm like, I just think this guy had like a shadow that was like, physically bigger than him so it would just be like this big shadow behind him whether he was just That's sitting funny. down but his shadow was like over top of him rapping his lines Masabe was like larger than life for me i never saw a picture of him I um, until way later and stuff like way later he could be um, outside my house letting all these goddamn fucking fireworks but alaska he was like a dread day. right he, he, he was dread he had like shoulder length yeah. at that yeah, yeah i'm trying to remember i mean i you know he was around for the very early days mm. but right yeah uh, i'm gonna yeah. post a picture Here's, of him right now for you guys and then yeah, Z drop that. Make sure that right, paper I'll, I'll mache is in there. Here's yo, That's here's fire. here's a song I'm thinking about for Raucous. I got I got a bunch of Raucous actually because they they hold them. Yeah, I got I got the I got the I got, I got, the, I got a I lot. Got Ready? Here yeah. there this one might be top five Raucous songs ever. Medina Green Crosstown. Oh, you motherfucker! Crosstown so beef, you like Crosstown traffic. Traffic, that's it. Let's be on some real shit. Every man can scare one trace for competition. The slugs penetrate. You feel so the burning most, sensation? Bomb, yeah, that's that's, that's some side. Most um, like Friday in the month of May. Yo, yeah, Mo, Moses' brother. The, um, I don't he, know if you remember this last year. Yeah, do you remember Most had a brother with the um, muscular dystrophy? Like one of his mm-hmm. arms was messed up. So he, I used to play ball with him. This guy was an amazing basketball player. So for the listeners, most had a brother that had like muscular dystrophy on one side of his body. So like one of his arms was smaller than the other and his leg was messed up. But he could play ball, like one arm. I'm not playing mm. with you, yo. He used to bust your ass dribbling all that stuff. 
So I used to play ball with him, and I didn't know he rapped until I saw him and most in that urban thermodyne um, uh, yep. nuclear <laughs> video. Yeah. And the, um, when they went like that, the weeds and stuff like that. So then when Medina Green dropped, I was like, y'all, like, y'all know I say it all the time. I'm, a, I'm Brooklyn Green. born and bred. Like, that was like, oh. DC kill. Oh, like, that was Brooklyn all day. Uh -huh. The mighty, mighty most. Can't forget. It's an every, every day, day. The beat, the beat, seven. Tell him, tell him. 4am, laid up at the rest Got a call, made my heart jump out my chest My man's got beef at the dance as it's his block Enemies outside with a heap on cop He said that if he goes outside, he know he's gonna get clapped My man from way back, ain't going out like that He got peoples in the club and the tides is strong But he know that they can only hold it down for so long uh. So now he's trapped off and he's calling on me, me. To come and represent like I'm G-O-D Of course I must agree, Green. cause this is family If tables was turned, he would do it for me so now I'm hopping out my bed, bed. Ready to put a nigga never seen porn dead Guess a black man can't have no peace hey. Pull out my heat Damn. Woke up out my sleep over Crosstown Beef Crosstown Beef be like Crosstown Traffic that. Brothers be on some real shit Every man gets scared when prepared for confrontation When the slugs penetrate, you feel a burning sensation Crosstown Beef be like Crosstown Traffic that. Brothers be on some real shit Every man gets scared when prepared for confrontation it was a Friday in the month of May Around the time when everybody put their game on play See my girl was What's out of about that shit is like that's the per Like them making that type of record Is like that could carry you more than like Let's get high tech with fucking Maya And fucking exactly. Corrupt yep. And, and, and Kwali uh, Like Crosstown Beef has the, the sample that's been used to death it's got them flipping the prodigy lyric. Everyone flipped the prodigy shit. But it's it's that it's proud Petri hometown Park. shit. It's Brooklyn all day. It's, Medina, it's New York Brooklyn. Shit. So it's yo, that's you get that home. Like the fact that um a definition was a dollar van going up and down Flatbush. Right. Like that was super yeah. endearing. Yeah, I wrote dollar deal. vans all the time. And it was probably easy to shoot. They probably didn't even move the van, just have people jumping in and out. But like that's iconic. Everybody remembers that. They're not gonna remember, like you're saying, the Maya and Raekwon <laughs> and Shabam Sadiq collab. Yeah, like, get by, the fuck out of here with all this You know, shit. DJ Scratch. Like, nobody Green, that shit, like, tore up mixtape. Like, Crosstown Beef was a big song. Oh, yeah. And it's like, and, and, and you're sampling Rise in the Top. Keep rising to, like, that's a big fucking disco record. Yeah. That's an obvious record. And then you're sampling Prodigy. Like, that's a hit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't have to do all this imaginations. But, yeah, that's, to me, like, Crosstown Beef, man. But we didn't get the yeah. Medina Green album. You know what I mean? So, they, they kind of got cut off. Yeah, which is a bummer. Give me, give yeah, me some hidden gems from Raucous. But they would have ruined it anyway. <laughs> All right, you I got, got another one. All right. I got a lot. Alaska, you got one? I got I got no, go ahead, you go first. So mines are always like um amalgamations of both labels. So that's what I went in five. So I okay. got two more. So the second one is Nightwork. Sir Meddling, produced by LP, featuring LP. We like chillin', chillin', willingly build it with gospel till this camera make a fire. I'm poor spider, Octo Snyder and Kings, buyer of rings, hiding and weakling, seeking, peeking, information leaking, contact, contract, black market GP30s, imported in New Jersey, works for 3Gs, expert overseas, dropping down on murder, more shells in your back than turtles, back ass, what's unheard of, chest wound, sons confined to a girdle, in seclusion with Peruvians moving in territories, terror stories in all hell's glory. 
Rock the bell, saw me. Show mine, here comes Ponan. Throw the gun in the trash death. Swats coming, no time to waste and chase eight. And that was like your first foray into this LP soundscape. Because yep. every time he would produce for Cats on Raucous, his stuff sounded different, different. Mm -hmm. Not just yeah. like different, his stuff sounded different, different. He, he did a remix to Nightwork, and, and it, I love that track. That's Sir Menelik. When, when he said, and I never could get the quote right, but he said something like, put shells in your back like tortoises, and that was it. Man. Mm -hmm. I was just totally sold. And his style was always tripping over itself, like, oh my God, this yeah. poor Scaramanga. Scaramanga's a whole nother beat. Don't yeah. even play with me. That, that vinyl's in the, in the closet. Seven heads, seven horns. Wow. But Sir Menelik, that was my home. That was the guy I was rooting for. I was dying. Cyclops 4000, the song with him and Cool Keep. I was like, yo, please. And they never dropped that record. I loved Scaramanga. Yeah. And I was looking forward to like, Sir Menelik produced by LP half, you know, half of it and stuff like that. So yeah. night night work. That's my shit. That's nice. You got Alaska. Nice. Um, I mean, I have um speaking of Metalink, I'm gonna go seven XL by <laughs> Just I mean anything oh. by that dude. Like that dude had the most like should have been a Def Jokes artist feel. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah, he had the style. I, I wish I knew what he looked like in person. He probably like had fur coats on and stuff with, with metal shin guards. He should have been a stuff. fucking Woo artist. I'm like, yo, put him on a Woo record. God damn. He, yo, he's the cousin of a lot of dark, man. Shit. Yeah. Did he work with a lot of dark? I feel like he did. Did he work with a lot of dark? Uh, possibly. I mean, he's just a regular, like, real regular looking dude. Yeah. I, I met him at the, um, we did the, it was like called Night Train. It was the show on WKCR. Oh, yeah. Um, nice. So it was just super nice. It was like one of the chillest dudes I ever met. That's fine. Yeah, I wish we got more work from him. I bet yeah. you we could find him though. Yo, here, here I got I got like a whole giant giant playlist of his stuff. If you want, oh, I'll send it to you. That. Please, yeah, send me, send me that. Send me that. Uh, here, send yo, me here's that. a deep cut. This dude, I I never liked him as an artist, but he was always around beats I fuck with a lot, and like crews and videos and all this shit. Black Attack. He had ah. a song called Correct Technique, and that's the beat that Qua that Quali and most uh, rhyme on on Sound Bomb and One when they were like freestyling off the head. Mm -hmm. And it's like one, it's good jam like a tech with correct. I mean, your man problems is on the track before they started. Mm. I, I thought you were gonna say Shabam Sadiq, but no, no, no. Like, they, and well, there was a Shabam <laughs> Sadiq song I loved. It was Shabam Sadiq. It's called Concrete. It's Shabam Sadiq Exhibit produced by Alchemist. Mm -hmm. I had on twelve inch. That shit is hard. But Black yeah. Attack, like. I didn't. He was like, he was like in baseball. He's like a fucking like two sixty hitter. He's like, okay, you know, he's around. He's not. He's not gonna kill you, yeah. but he's not sensational. Yeah. But he would always. I mean, like, it's not like he was like my man. Problems. Yeah, problems had the ill voice. Kevin Killings. Kevin Kill. He would call himself Kevin Killings. Problems. I love that dude. Yeah, Black yeah, Attack. Like, I liked his shit. And listen, I, people front on him. I get it. Look, man, I'm not just saying this because uh, we're 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 Twitter friends. Hi and mighty. Dog, home field advantage. Yeah, had some joints. Yo. Hey, joints on there, yo. Dog, they were getting alchemists, like young alchemists, giving them two fucking heaters. You got Pharaoh doing. Oh, my, Mighty Mai wasn't a slouch. I'll never, I'll never Mighty Mai is a great producer, man. Yeah, I'll never say he's a slouch. Like when Gang said he did the fucking G.O.D. remix, I was like, yeah. what? But then it made sense. Like when I, and I remember like they would call his style back then like Jiggy Backpack because he could mm. make like 
back like he did b-boy document that shit was everywhere he made that beat mm-hmm. he did one of he did he produced one of Vasquez's best albums there you yeah. go like greatest they, rap victory all time he, and, I mean, and trust me when i say castro was in philly that Eastern Conference wave and all that. Oh, I you know, know all that. Oh, they're dudes I knew it down was here. Him. Roll with. Was them. he like? A, but he was like a home. He's a hometown guy. He's from PA. Yeah, they went to the Temple. Okay, yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, and I know they were rooting fans. Yeah, but they were always like indie, but like not trying to be as like grimy as possible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's. Their, their fittings were fresh. Their, their jerseys were fresh. Yeah, they were always like they'd be Mitchell and Estelle out and doing their yeah. thing, but like they were. They, they, their whole thing was like 80s was the shit. Like they're like a, like 80s rap and 80s references is cool. And like with sneakers and all that. But like that that record, like you know, having Eminem and Cage on the same record is crazy back then. Yeah, like, exactly. that's true. And you got Thurston Howe on that record, Wordsworth on that. Woo! Yeah. Open mic. Yeah, they night. definitely got. That shit is hard. They that got. They got. Hard. I think they got a plus like features. Like their guys would yeah. say nobody mailed in a feature with, when it came to them. That was really nah, tough. Like they, that shit yeah, is, like, that's a hard record, dude. So yeah, that, that was my last yeah. record. Raucous. All right, I got I got one for y'all. Patriotism. Ooh. <laughs> and this is when LP started to man himself as my favorite MC of all time. That's a good um, one. You know, I was all in my conspiracy theory stuff back then, and he was just like, who's America? It, and it was it was like an assault. Like the Who's America will come and give you a break, I'm but then here comes LP again. Like it was just an assault. I don't even quote it. And then you take a breath and you're like, what? And then it was more. It was like just stacking on top of it. Genius when you when you hear that song on that compilation, right? On sound bombing, next to all the other shit that's happening. You're like, and as we're talking about like the way like Raucous quickly went to like corporate, L and them had to get the fuck out of there. Like imagine them. He totally stood out. That song stood out. And that was a great, that was a great sound bombing that, but that song totally stood out. That's like early. I was like Left, I was like, whoa. Right. Right. I was like, yo, this is left, something different. I, I memorized yeah. it. I wrote it all down on the inside of one of my rap books. I have all the lyrics written. I don't have that rap Ugh. book anymore, but I wrote that one down. I was in love with LP at that point. I'm like, this is my guy. He's talking about all the shit. Fuck Reagan, all that good shit. That and this beat, and I don't know if he did the beat. I don't think he did the beat for that. I think Maybe somebody Len? else. Him or Len? Probably. It could be, it could be somebody else. Producing, but America. he was just spazzing. Like, <laughs> Corporate, oh my! I, I got, I got the shit. No, nah, it's him. Patriotism produced by LP. I'm looking at. Him. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then peep this: the next song on on Sound Bombing goes from Patriotism to One Nine Nine Nine. Yeah, that's a classic wow. run right there. Wow. Oh I had that on the inch. Oh, yeah, and the song before that was Mayor by Pharaoh. Oh, yeah, that, that was the run. Yeah. Oh, and the, the wait, wait, right and the Castro, the song before that, Brooklyn Hard Rock, Thurston Love. Brooklyn Hard Rock. Oh. You go Brooklyn Harbor, oh Mayor, God. Patriotism, one nine nine nine. God damn. What, what name? What, when does it fall? Where it go? Oh, and I'm sorry. Right before that, you had seven XL. You had seven XL. Chaos. What's that? What finishes? What's that? What's after? After. Oh, after one nine nine. It's a, It's it's actually a song they kind of fucked up on a compilation. Diamond D. When it pours, it rains. But they kind of like cut it down. And then you, okay. have, you have the you have the next universe joint with most, which is a sequel to Universal Magnetic. That's mm-hmm. just, and then uh, the beat's not as tough though. No, nah, but it's the rhyme right is kind uh, of good. Wait, wait, that was the, the beginning. Of, that's the beginning of "We Old Man Favors" to Drew Hawk because Coco Brothers has to be on every Rockers album from now on. Yeah, like Shabazz Sadiq and Coco Brothers. Oh my god, Coco Brothers got one good song on Lyricist Lounge too. I think. Really? Yeah. I what is it? Hero of song. No, it's 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 the uh, it's very rare. Hold on. I got it. I hear that one song like, yeah, I remember there's a video. That one, yeah, that one. 
that that's yeah. it. That's the one. Yeah, I was like, nah, I'm good. Because I like the beat. Who yeah, it was just oh, they were weird. They were weird. All right, gems on the hooks. Wait, wait, hold on. What about I got a couple of raucous oh, joints. Um, so, uh, off of sound bombing too again, but R.A. the Rugged Man, Stanley Kubrick is ill. Yes, that is a, that is ill. That shit is too yes. ill. You gotta get R.A. by El Fudge and Mike Zoo is killing. Oh, wait, what's and then um, what if by what El Fudge it? and Mike Zoo? What's my guy? Um, Shabam Sadiq Sound Clash is a real dope too. When I begin, you wanna jump about your skin. Down the gym, spin like a rock, steady breaker. Take your time, plan ahead, play smart, stay in your place, type to embrace your face. Lyrics to motivate, you got one chance, one life, so don't blow it. Running the street, doing capers for little papers, expansion plan, underestimation, and your conversation. Now we taking your function for hostage. Pierce your armor and a joust, no doubt. Telecommunication got you reaching out to the hospital. It's possible that you might not make it. Jacks, you can't fake it. Skills, you can't duplicate it. I know you hate it. We made it raw, this addition. We end the fiction. Philosophy keeping it knocking, see like carpenters. Relief from the regular rotating whackness. A clenched fist to make a fearless, abrasiveness. Bitten fruits, Sadiq's big hits for rugged troops uh, Honey's pushing whips behind the tent and burping New sound, uh, flooded with verbs and nouns Sound clash, vibe with sound blast My style, considered high style But you can cop a Dutch in the He could not stand shit, man nah, like, I was trying to sell him on him Because to me, he's like the He was like the yeoman He's like he's like a 255 The yeoman MC Yeah, yeah The yeoman MC is going to give you a good effort Each time He sounds like Kwali if Kwali Karama beat He's a better for Bing bong. The witch is dead. <laughs> we, 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 we Yo, somebody needs to donate the soundboard so we just, we just hit these but, but how would it work? It would have to play out. Like, we nah, like I would just play it out loud, like into my, my headset. You know, oh, okay. Like, you know, like, like a sound like, like a fucking cow or something. Like some goofy sounds every time. Like, like, like a talk radio show. You know what I mean? Any other right. Rockers gems? We got Jux gems. All right. We got Jux gems. What do you got, Castro? Uh, Devil in the Hole, as they smash. Or Illy, as they smash. Yeah, as they smash in general. Illy. I write to melancholy rhythms with the colors of pain. With a chemical imbalance, I can smother your brain. Kind of pissed because I'm the player for the plug from your game. Either that or put another burning slug in your frame. Make the call, I break the score. Club of the game, the tougher they can lay. I do this for the music and love, pain, sweat, blood, brain, rhyme, shit, mud, stain, dirt, nap, thug, game, purse, snatch, plus, chain, aggravated cause you're living off a blood change, you don't know me, let's keep it that way, fuck fame, hip hop, turn emo in Columbus, love, way, the egos that I swallow, stomach complaints, me and my niggas, one and the same, open mic, battle title, that's something to claim, you know not as dope, shot more than once in the vein, need a fix, I got ingredients, summoning flames, spitting kerosene on everything, but nothing was game, nothing like baby mothers and the brother was slain. That is an amazing song. Slide on them. First we lay down the law, then we slide on them. Slide on them. Yellow up, so slide on them. Slide on them. That That was like the first time, like, remember, like, we discussed it before, like, this sort of, like, indie rap fan base where, like, there was, like, Sort of there like, was a murmur. They were like, why a little low key racism in there? Like, like, why the first time I saw that was with those why guys. Why talk about jewelry? Yep. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're right. That that's a. Pivotal. And they were black as hell. Like mm. I, like Metro spell. I love Metro. I love Metro. Metro's one of the coolest cats ever. Yo, we could rap his ass off too. Yep. Uh, and the it's verse funny build up shit. steam. Yeah, I like. I love wow. Metro. 
And he could dance, too. He used to do those wacky dances in the yep. video. Yeah, he was like a style king, too, like dress-wise. He was dressed fly. Polo um, and camouflage. Watch your back. Yeah. Damn. Shit. Um, I mean, I would put both of Rob Sonic's records in there, too. Woo! Those shits are hella slept on. They are. Hella contestant. Yeah. Fire. All I yeah. was talking with Z, when me and Z first met, all I was talking about was Rob Sonic. You tell me yeah, shit. You were you wanted to sound like some shit. No, I was yeah. super on it. I love Rob. Love Rob. Sabotage. Gigante. I love that record. I didn't get a lot yeah. of press. That, that's a really good record. I got he one. Produces. Oh, I forgot this joint. I'm looking up through the, the, the Def Jokes 3. Aesop Rock, No Jumper Cable, DJ no jumper Paul cables. Remix. No, Paul oh, remix. my Paul yeah. remix. Yeah. DJ Paul always had a remix in there. With a couple of fresh records and a banging man side up with the jookies on the guest list. Walk for that. Metal train grab brainiac. Walk for them. Not a limelight. Water push the every crest. And when the multi-million kid men sign traditional rituals out the hearts of starving children. Yeah, this is some fucking party shit. I love that joint. Yeah. Hard. Fucking, I got some Paul beats that were never used that are just bonkers. Damn. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you waiting. I know. I just... Got to do it, but I don't know if he has this like the stems for them the anymore. Stems, I know. Yeah, no way. Yeah. No, no, way. Um, no way. I mean, one that is just like overlooked because it was the first one on the fucking Canox, the single with Canox. Simeon Drugs with Ill Bill. Simeon oh, Drugs. That changed so my life. Crazy. Castro knows that shit. That shit changed. Yep. My life. Yeah. Yep. Simeon Drugs. I I got I got another one. Make news, carnage, produced by Nasty. Mm, that's a wow. good one. I yeah. love that song. Make news. Oh my god, I love that song. Yeah. I, I don't know what's something about grimy voice cats or I mean if you want to talk about the grimiest of all the joke songs, hold what? the motherfucking floor. The floor. What I know you're gonna say. I know you gonna say. Anytime he played that shit live, that the crazy. I, I, know that, I know that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. definitely, that, that shit be, is that hard was. as fuck. Yeah. What's, what's the one shit I like? Um, the MERS joint. I fuck. Oh, the, the deaf cover joint. MERS and L. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Doing oh, the yeah. deep cover shit. I was like, that's, yeah. on, um, that's on MERS' first album, right? Yep, the end of the beginning. Yep, yep. That shit is mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. Deaf cover. I was like, man. 
that album was like a super hodgepodge of like every song he had made just kind of threw them together like everyone's got beats on that shit but yo on that speaking of the definitive swim we mentioned it might have been off camera is um there's a death spot song on there <sighs> love death spot like there's like the hidden death spot song homesickness oh my like, god he got joints, yo. When I go look through and I'm like, yo, there it goes. It's some dope, uh, like, Death Spot song. Like, wait, on, on oh, two. I'm pretty sure on two. Let me see. What's on yeah, two? Yeah, Death Spot song yeah. on two. On two. Yeah. Hold on. I got it. I got it. Come on. No, it's not on two. It's not on two. Oh, Mr. Look, that's on Then it must be on um. Maybe it's on three. three. I just looked on three. Damn. It's on three. No, that's on three. He got homesickness. And, um, Jeff mm-hmm. Jukes teaser. Hold on. Oh, that teaser. Maybe he's on here. Uh, no, no. Where is that? Maybe it's just that definitive swim thing I was thinking about. Cause he got a he got a dope song on there. He did. Bucket of B sides. I'm trying to find the song. Bucket of B sides. He's got a song on Jeff Jukes presents too. Yeah, I don't see it though. It's it's nah, definitive it's swim. I know it. Hold on, definitive swim. He got a song called. Um, get rich or try dying. Mm. That joint is fire. And then on um, on Dev Jokes two. Now he's on. He's got homesickness. It's on Dev Jokes three. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But he, get rich or try dying. That joint is fire. I don't know if you can find that one. Yeah, that's a oh, good one. It's there's a lot of ASAP rock, all in all. Oh, that's crazy. You ever, ever hear like the Kill 'Em All joint he did with RJ? I think it's on Death mm-hmm. Jones 1. WMRLP and Camel Tail. Yeah. yeah. I love them dudes. Yeah. And then oh, dude, oh, Oxycontin. Oxycontin, too. I love yeah. Oxycontin, too. That's a great okay. song. Castro knows, yo, I can't believe we're not saying this joint. Probably the what? last truly fucking outstanding jaw-breaking Def Joke songs ever, dog. From what the planet eat, from the planet eat, can I? Oh man, Ooh, don't stop everything. Forty-seven and from the planet eat that song in itself. And then the Cold Vein, the cryptic remix of Cold Vein. Wow, yes, I played the yes. shit out of that shit, dude. I just have like my first iPod. Three. What's the third one? Is AK forty-seven, Cold Vein, from the planet eat. And there's another song. There's another like new song. It's not Metal Gear, is it? No, no, it's uh, Metal Gear Swinging Blade. No, not Swinging Blades with Jean Grey. What is it? AK. Was on her there's shit. another. There's like another new song in there. I can't remember. But hold on, I got it. I got it. Yo, I Ca- yo, me and Castro did a joint. I don't know if it's. I don't, we probably got it. Took it down. Over life's right. ill. Remember we did the song, life's ill. Yeah, but we changed it into. Um, we changed it all out. We 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 flipped it around. But like, yo, life's ill with Breeze. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a crazy song. Oh, I got one for y'all. Same. Shit, like, like four on air. That's one of my favorite. Too, too heavy for cherubs from Cage. 
Grand old party crash from Cage. That's on monster. The death of Chris Palco from Cage. And this is what I want you to drop, Z. Seriously. The subtle art of the breakup song. Well, I can't That's do that. It's a three hour episode I play all these fucking songs. All right, look, whatever. Subtle art of the breakup song. Just a little piece of it. It's only sprinkling, I tell us. You know, shoot Frank with Palumbo on there. Oh, my God. You just listened to the whole album. Sorry. Yeah. What about um, it to us. from. Uh, Murr 316, the song Trevor in it. Alright, 7 Eleven in my neighborhood. What y'all got? Been robbed. What y'all got? Time. Like the same B-B. three dudes. Amico. Same as guns. Now there's one in my hood off Pico and some shit. Through the years, it's been the epicenter for a lot of dumb shit. Let me tell you about this one trip to the store. On the early morning tip, sunrise around four. I was standing by the magazines, reading the maxim. When I heard a familiar voice, go to the counter dude and ask him to empty out the register. Now that can't be Trevor. Excuse me, Tiny T Bone from the neighborhood gang. Who, if his head wasn't screwed, on would lose his brain he was with two other dudes uh, never knew their names i thought great uh, it was time for me to shake but as i headed for the door i heard a voice say wait when i turned around he recognized me and i knew it i was about to leave that's when the nigga blew it he lifted up the mask and said me, i said you dumb motherfucker do you use your brain ever never mind i turned around gave the juice walking to the car feeling like you and juice remember when he went in the bar and blizzard let him loose anyway here come this nigga running big bag of money he hopped in my ride i said you goddamn dummy they got your ass on tape but they didn't see my face well they got my car my fucking license plate man get the fuck on merce why you gotta hate hate nor love got shit to do with this you better run for the fives come through this bitch you know you got two strikes better use the new nights to dodge all them blue lights he looked and said you right then he bolted up the street once he left my side i gave a sigh of relief but that was right before i peeped this dumb motherfucker left a bag full of money sitting right there on my passenger seat. Well, Merz, why you got was my shit too, man. Yeah, can never come out now. That whole dude. album kills, dude. He's, yeah, it's a good album. I like that. What song? He says, he says, like she, she calls a scene at the mall. I lightly touch her arm. What the bitch do? Fall. Fall. <laughs> <laughs> Walk like a man. Yeah, Walk like a man is amazing. I yo, man. That, <clears throat> Trevor and them is fantastic but that was the beginning of Murr's same thing like leaning into like i'm a west coast ass dude and i've been around yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 i, really like I mean record. hustle is amazing h-u-s-t-l-e never got a dime that ain't mine motherfucker the whole shit yeah man he's got like a whole verse about being a kid and collecting cans just to make money to buy shit from tapes yo he said something like he's like but two for five them shits moved like magic oh yeah I love Merce, yeah. So, I mean, basically, we started the show with the them versus them, but obviously, this is like another a love affair with these labels that we know started us even on our paths personally, mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, figuratively oh, and shit. Quick, like, you know, real quick, I forgot this joint on three sixteen. What very prominent song, and this is four, where he talks about these white motherfuckers in this rap scene. There's big differences between me and them. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Which song that. is this? It's called, and this is four. It's oh, the, right, yeah. Where he just yeah. talks, and that's the first time he said he's like, you know, we, we ain't the same color when police show up. Yeah. Talk about like being on the road with white dudes and shit. I was like, Shh. I, I got one for y'all. This is like probably one of the greatest Def Jux songs ever recorded. W- one of four. The bonus. Oh, my God. That, yo, that's where yeah, I got my other, that's, dude, that's where I got my other rap group name. I got my first rap group name. From one of four, when he says, 
They shook my fucking crooked soul. My first rap group was called Crooked Soul. I got my other rap group from L on Simeon Drugs when he says cleaning guns in the back of a car with Patty. He's a band from Patty Ishtar. Hurt, with Patty, with Patty yeah, Hurt. Band from Ishtar. So there you go. I got both my rap groups. Yeah, one of four Wait, is a What is one of track. four? It's a hidden track. He did on this, a, his uh, hidden track on um, uh, Daylight. On Daylight. Daylight. No, oh, Daylight. Okay. Yeah, and you fast so forward. I don't know it's what like the three, fuck. It's like three minutes of, of dead air yeah. to get to it. And then it just pops up. One day I, I found it just like letting it play. And it was pretty much Aesop recalling his um problems with um uh panic attacks and anxiety. Oh and right, I remember yeah. that shit. And then him like he shouted out, say, shout out Block. He sh- shout out L, shout out Block, you know, thank you for saving yeah. my life, da 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 and this. Yeah. And like and it's and he's also not rhyming a lot. So it makes it seem like it's more honest because he's just saying word. You know, he's just spitting. I I really was blown away by that song. I remember that. Yeah, this, I remember this. Yo, he's like, my name is Ian Matthias Bavis. I was born in 1970. Yeah. That's just great. This, he talks about losing his mind in August 2001. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. Like, you know what I mean? I was an uh, artist being that open, and I was like, wait. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was a heavy fucking record. I was like, whoa. It definitely helped me put uh, Aesop's work in perspective. When I heard one of four, it, it changed my um, perspective on it. One of four, just, just, man. Just made me just be a little more understanding and like looking for that type of stuff. Oh yeah, you know that songs and there's a lot going on like in that record. Yeah, and I, and then uh, you know just going when you have those things. I've gone through some of that stuff, and you're a public performer. That's that's yeah. got to be like a crisis of identity. Like, why are you performing? But you're scared of beyond crowds in front of people. Right. It's just so, sure, definitely man. something to go through. Yeah, okay. that's 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 my. Yeah. I want to hear one real quick one that's probably going to be a bit controversial. But Chin Chin song appetite. I've never heard of Chin Chin song. I've never, I've never listened to Chin Chin. Chin Chin is so dope. I mean, they were they were nothing like anything else on Def Jokes. They were just like a disco group, right? Oh, dope. dope. But yeah, Appetite cranks. I highly recommend checking it out. You know, you know, I'm All thinking right. about with like that that last very run and wrap up uh, of Jokes. You gonna like, bring up that group? No, no, no. But I'm saying like if if you watch the Stone's Throw documentary, um, Ivana weighs a ton, right? Yeah. Stone's Throw like you know they had their peaks with all the Madlib shit and Dilla and Mad Villain. And then later on, like Mayor Hawthorne and Aloe Black and all that. But like they just, you know, it was all, they had to deal with the same thing. Like everything we said with these labels, they had to deal with the fucking downloading, the industry falling apart. Yeah, you're getting Mac Beard going. My bad. Um, Sorry, yeah. The, um, they had to deal with the same issues that everyone else did in the industry. No one buying units, downloading. Yep. They, have, they started doing like MP3s on their own. Trends changing, motherfuckers not selling anymore. Dudes that you need to sell records don't, don't make anything. And Stone's Throw just like, just kept it going. Yeah. And yeah. also on the long enough timeline of Stone's Throw, you're talking what, 98 loot pack? 97, yeah. 98 till now? Right. All, and like that, and so in the documentary. And there was some duds. Um, there was some like Arabian Prince, some weird like, like records right. yeah. just Wolf just wanted to throw up. 
Put right, but I'm just saying, like, they yeah. they never gave a fuck about anyone except the people that loved them. Yeah. Yeah. So having yeah. So on a long enough timeline, you're going to get the big spikes like Mayor Hawthorne and Aloe Black and certain Mad Lib records that just really blow the fuck up and 10 that really just kind of just come and go. And then, but on that documentary, they show like, you know, like I forget what the era they class it as, but like they just started being really weird with like Baron Zen and like yep, and James Gary Vance. Wilson and Jane. Pete, where everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, Gary Wilson was like the 70s recreation. Like they would yeah, take like some weirdo white dude with like. 3D glasses mm-hmm. on all day. They were doing the reissues like crazy too, like yeah. And then like, but then then they hit with Dame Funk. Dame Funk becomes big, right? For right. Them. It's like, but they were just like, well, we think Gary Wilson's fucking cool, so we're putting him out. And he's nothing to do with he's nothing to do with Med and nothing to do with Oh No and any right. of that shit. Or yesterday's new quintet. It's just like we think this guy's fucking weird and cool. We're putting him out. And I think like Def Jokes had that spot right towards the end. <laughs> like, we're gonna put out Dizzy Rascal. We're gonna put out. Chin Chin, we're gonna put out the mighty. What are they called? The underdogs. The mighty underdogs. Yeah, the underdogs. Just, it was weird shit. So that was like Dizzy Rascal. That was yeah. the mighty underdogs. That was like that was like six years too late for Dizzy Rascal. It was like a three man group, yeah. but it was a weird combination. Who was it? Come on, help me out. It was Latif. I don't know who the fuck it was. Latif, the true speaker from um Latirix, and it was um somebody. It was two of them. They put out that Dell record. Like that really yeah. didn't do anything. The final hour. Yeah, junk song. Keyword mean final. Yeah, they like did. Oh, they did a junk size record with Beige Yeah, it's, they did it's one. called Granddad's Nerve Tonic. I don't know. If oh called. yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember messing with it because it said jokes. <laughs> right, but like there wasn't like. Was a, in the mighty I'm just saying, like if they would have just kept that going, and been like, we don't give a fuck, we love it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wonder what, you know, Run the Jewels obviously would have still been Run the Jewels, but. Like how how many weirder things could jokes put out and people just start accepting it? Be like, okay. Well, I, I think yeah, a big part of Latif the difference with jokes and like, something like Stone's Throw mm-hmm. is Hypnotic. the dudes that started Stone's Throw were like label heads, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, you know, like Peanut Butter Wolf did beats and did some DJing, but it was like – behind the scenes. It wasn't the dudes that I were guess. artists, and L was yep. predominantly an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but like Egon and all the cats, they were behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, definitely. Jack, Jack. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's it. Well, I think this is it, fellas. 50 in the fucking books. Who would have thunk it? One, two, three, four, five. We're official podcast legends. You can't take that away. This is not an anniversary. The key thing in anniversary is annual. Well, no. No. What am I talking about? I'm talking. I'm. I'm, (laughs) No, because I was thinking of the one-year anniversary, but I think we passed that already. Yeah, yeah we did pass that yeah we fucked we that up it. yeah we didn't, we didn't celebrate accordingly no, yeah no, well no. we shouldn't have there was nothing going on really no <laughs> not really. Yeah, you, gotta, you gotta celebrate on numbers not years yes five oh fifty we did it Rockus, we are here. jokes frank oh. thomas ain't that frank thomas number? no that's greg anthony's number greg and anthony. david robinson's number Mike Singletary's and, number. Bow. And 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 um, Brad Doherty minus Brad Doherty minus no Brad Doherty plus seven. Othello Harrington's number. Um uh, uh um um. It's a linebacker. Uh, what's his name? It's, it's no, no, Emeka Okafor. Emeka Okafor. Oh, he was fifty. Wow, good call. Damn. And one of the on one of the um Batis. I think one fifty. Oh yeah, maybe it was Derek Batie. Might have been Derek. 
Could have been Tony. Just Tony, Tony went to the to Denver. He did. Yeah. Yes, he yeah, did. Derek was a Batman on, on Temple House. Look at that. That's good yeah. knowledge. Well, call out culture. We got a lot. You of didn't shit think we would be here, but nope. we're right here. We got we got fucking merch popping. Wrecking Crew people are getting their hats. Their five panel hats. Their snapbacks. Wreckingcrew.bandcamp.com. I'm wearing. You can't see it. I'm wearing a 96 ways I made out T-shirt. This shit is fly as fuck. Go check that out. Three dollar pistol.com. We got Blue Edward T-shirts coming. We trying to get y'all fit. Mm. Cop up. Trying to get yes. y'all looking good for the summer quarantine. Cop up. Right. Be safe. Look about that masks. We not, we're not doing masks. Take buy the <laughs> shirt and tie it around your face. <laughs> there you go. There you hey, go. man, people, people in my neighborhood do this shit. They go into the fucking Chinese store in the corner. They pull their fucking shirt up over their nose. They're like, I come they on, that's so lazy. The they, do they, that they, they, they pull their shirt up. Yeah, over like, their fucking that. nose. Oh, that's better than this This uh, one young guy. I don't know. He got a long sleeve sweatshirt. He just wrapped it around his face real quick. This <laughs> looks ridiculous. Come on, like man. you have to sleep. I was like, "Come on, make a better effort." But pulling Alaska, your, your Alaska plug, like your typical non-plugs. Go ahead. Um, you got? I'm, I'm going to recommend something that you guys actually <laughs> reminded me of uh, when we start talking about Stone's Throw. But have you guys ever heard of the artist Clutchy Hopkins? Yes. I'm recommending no. everybody listen to Clutchy Hopkins. Clutchy Hopkins is fire. Dude. How do you spell the first name? Clutchy. Uh, it's C L L U T C H Y. And it's sort of like this mystery artist. Nobody actually knows who he is, if he's real. What kind of music is he pretending to be? It's like um, kind of like instrumentally, like yeah. breakbeat style shit. Um, okay. It's described as like MF Doom, like hip hop instrumentals with the Indian yes. influenced guitar tracks. And this yeah. is not Madlib. And we know for sure it's not Madlib. It might be. It could be it like there be. are rumors that it's like someone out of that like whole sort of family. Yes. Like maybe a bunch of those dudes making shit. Yeah, because I, I know him through um this this composer dude Sean Lee. I used to buy his records on Ubiquity Records. On yeah, some, like like West Coast funk shit. Yeah, he's you know, Clutchy Hopkins is fire, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's a good look. Yeah, fuck yo, fuck with the new season of Dark. That shit is on. Woo! Heavy duty, man. On and popping. Best show in Netflix history is back. It's a it's a triumph. Yeah, it's a triumph. Triumph. great writing. I'm excited to watch it, finish it. All right, folks, 50, thank y'all for riding with us this whole time. Yeah. This will be a great time for you to go back and listen to some of our classic episodes, the Cannibal Axe episode, the Breeze Bruin episode, the original Billy Woods interview. The Nas the episode. We're casual. The Nas episode. We're each other for an we'll hour. Go at each other. It's great. Um, I think yeah, I think the great. Summer Jams one, that, that's wild. I stuff. like the Summer Jams The Summer one Jams one's parts one and two. I, I, I like back the to that. Kanye episode because we still got like Similac on our breath and we're just kind of going in. That's yeah. like, go all the that's way back early. to that one. Check that one out. That's like the second episode. That's pretty uh, early. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I want them to go episode. that far back. And then that's um, good. the Whack Lyrics yeah. episode. I, I, I like I that mean, one a lot. The We Need to Talk About Wu-Tang one is really good too. That's a dope one too. Yeah. I mean, and Andre on, as well. Like, Andre is just pure joy. Truth. And as, as far as knowledge, go go get that capitalism one. Go check Blueprint. out the, the one we yeah. did on the, the one we did. So check out that one with Blueprint and also check out the one we did on Cops with Blueprint. Mm-hmm. Those, those are great episodes. Um, the Mike Seatown one. Yeah, Mike's oh, great. Yeah, so my my, my, one, my one homie just texted me out of nowhere about the, the Mike Eagle X-Men joint because he just started reading. I just passed it. Yeah, yeah I was just looking That's at that. a dope one. Mike That's Eagle X-Men joint. Yeah, that's a dope one. So yeah, yeah, we got we got joints for y'all. So go back and peruse. Yeah. It's a good yeah. time to do that. You, know? you ain't doing shit. Else. The catalog. You ain't going you know anywhere. Go listen to that shit. 
You know what I'm saying? If you don't want if you don't want your podcast dancing all in your video. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come to call out. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want your podcast with all those ads in the front, you know, of the back, you know what I mean? No, no, it's one of our our first ones that really like set people off. What? The what? disappointing albums and questionable classics episode. Oh, were man. people disagreeing with us with the ones? We oh, we were coming with some hot takes. Yeah, I don't even remember. I don't remember. That was like that was our first Twitter moment. Was that the was that when I dissed our sweatshirt? I think it was. Yeah. What sweatshirt album? The um, feet of clay. Any of them. Any of them. Just girl oh. in general. Yeah. Oh, terrible albums, dude. <laughs> amazing, great artist with amazing taste and like clear vision. But I just don't do the right amount of drugs to listen. Yeah, to I think that. I crapped all over the blueprint. Uh, oh, you uh, did. Yeah, oh. there's, there's got to be a lot in there. We I'm gonna go, to go check back, that yeah, one out. Now. Go back to I, I need to go yeah. listen to that. Yeah, to get. I mean, I, we don't really like to do part out. two, but if if, if we, to all our listeners, if you go listen to an old episode and you want to hear part two or continuation, or you want to yeah, hit our Twitter, somebody for hit us up. So we'll Cold we'll, we'll continue with that. We don't usually do part two of the sequels, but. If you see something and it's piquing interest and we get enough play about that, we'll we'll yeah. we'll, we'll hook it up. Whatever yeah, it is, yeah. whether it's an interview follow or a topic, or you want the topic with a new person, we'll we'll do it. So yep. follow us on. As long as it's not dumb as shit. If it's really you can follow us on <laughs> Call Out Cult Pod. So yeah, them. follow us on Twitter. Ah. We just created this recently. Yo, yeah, le- le- yo, subscribe, man. Leave some more fucking cool comments. Yeah, as well. Yeah, Let's subscribe. Do all like, that. Like we don't comments. say that enough. Subscribe, yeah. leave We're not comments, this shit. follow our yeah. Twitter. Give us, give us that five star ranking so we can come you after Super Duty Tough Work. We're on Spotify. Yeah. We're on Apple Podcasts. We on what's that? Switchers. We're on, te- we're on Tesla. Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. We're on yeah, we're on Tesla yeah, I just, Pods. I just <laughs> submitted us to iHeartRadio so we could be like a serious rap shit. Yeah, shouts to John. Oh, and, nice. And Josh. Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, iHeartRadio. So my, my so my yeah. mother in law can listen to it at work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely got to put us on iHeart. <laughs> I could definitely tell my mom, yo, listen to the show. You got a yeah. show? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. She can find it that way. Did it, man. Yeah. So, uh, so I'll let y'all know if we end up on there. All right. Deep. We, we're halfway there. 50 deep. We got more in the, in the chamber. So stay tuned. Yeah. She blah. Call out blah. cult. Where the cult calls you out. I don't you know. know. <laughs> I keep trying. I'm going to come up with a tagline. You'll figure it out. All right, guys. five thousand. Later. For a hundredth episode, we might even make a theme song. Who knows? We got we got yeah. the banger intro music, but yeah, you know, we ain't got no bars yet. We got the music. Call out culture, the rap podcast. Other motherfuckers, what did last? Good night. Said our show. Good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Good night. Goodbye. Get on set. Get on set. Hey yo. This is the sniper big pick. We got my man Creature. We got Hangar 18. Big Wiz on the one and two. Fred one's behind the board. And we gonna do it a little something like one more feel to come out of it. So I stood there watching all the counterfeit show. Tell everybody that the power is here. You can tell by the balance they took out of his man. You better off breaking your analysis nose. Especially if you're young and you're talented, don't. And Jack Jenner really got the balances though. There's some stars on the helmets like the Dallas is go. One way innocence, two way radio, gateway drug.
buggy with the rundown ratio. One time crazy, go great with my looking back. Rip shit, bill of sale, stare when I took it back. You on some afternoon rap for the CD. Crowd shut, you syndicated, trapped on repeat. I'm on some late night, candid, but I don't eat sleep. Honolulu, Vincent Price, bad luck, Tiki. Bad air flight, playing buckle in truck, rhyme, nozzle flow, high code government, auto, respond, beats made a buffering, wild style, peace of mind, we pace, puzzling. Stand down like a midget on stilts, riding a unicycle, with a rifle big as the still just ready to snipe you. Look, your own men say they don't like you, they say you act like a bitch, push you on a mental cycle, your parents shouldn't advise you, it's apparent a blind man must have guided you, you ain't built to do the things that I do, young buddy water crease flow like he out there by you, in the city blues make you bleed but I'm not Patience is a virtue that I work through as a case to join the joint, take the apron, cut the strings, and I made my point. 